0: Why are there so many podcasts from Jordan And why we can't blame the Jews Some think it's Jesuits Some the Illuminati But only Rick knows the truth So we've been told And so we believe it that Klaus Schwab is a big fan. That's why you'll find him on Fakeologist Audio. Rick the Conspiracy Man. La da La Da da da. da, da.
1: Hey folks, this is Alan What's-His-Name and you're listening to Rick talking to himself on February the 8th, 2023. Thank you folks. Hello, this is Rick. (coughs) Live, Live report, two king parrots are sitting on my tomatoes, eating them on the steak. I was just remarking how beautiful these tomatoes are and I'm I don't need to buy tomatoes anymore thanks to a $2.50 investment of one small plant. It's now providing tomatoes everywhere. And I'm now feeding two very beautiful native Australian birds my tomatoes, which I'm not that keen on, but never mind. Anyway, this is uh, Rick talking to himself February the 8th, 2023. Did Alan get the date right? Because I think one of us got it wrong last week. We said it was 2022. Totally normal at this time of year for old people to lose track of years. Be told. Be told. Um, Now, what what can I report on? Yeah, still no sense of, very little sense of smell. Now, I don't read the comments on the blog If someone listens to a show and sends in a comment, I don't read it. I'm not interested in anything, unless it's an amazing complimentary one that um, there's been a few of those. But there was last week, Rollo decided to read a couple to me, and I I begrudgingly said, all right, read two or three. And one one or more of them were implying I was saying I had COVID, but that I had said that there was a COVID-19. Now, I've listened back to that very witty, clever show. Very witty, clever show that I did last week, full of original material and ad lib humor, humor, sorry, not humor. Huna, Huna, what's her name? That's, um, Hillary Clinton's girlfriend. <laughs> humor for free on fakeholdersradiofakeholders.com with original material. Now, why would you send in the comment that you think that I'd said that I had? COVID nineteen. I've said there's there is something going about. That's all I can tell. And I'm suggesting off the top of my head different things. I've no idea what it is. Now the loss of taste of, loss of taste and sense of smell. Forget about COVID. If you Google those things, there's nothing good comes up. It'll be something serious. Now I'd rather say that some mysterious thing going around and look at the possibilities of what it could be. And they're all bad. All bad. I should try and take a photo of these giant um, native birds eating my tomatoes um, and share it onto the live stream. Oh, that just flew away, rightly so. (coughs) Um, Yeah, so I didn't say that. I just said there's something going around. And I speak to frontline people, not net researchers, not net researchers. I'll give them no credence whatsoever. You've got to go out there and talk to real people and read books, people that sit there and getting their online information and in and sharing, like I had an imbecile good friend of mine, but, you know, uh, a very funny and, you know, one of my old friends, absolutely screaming at me because I wouldn't give him an answer about Flat Earth because he was sharing something he found online. It was a YouTuber, some idiot American woman being interviewed and she probably said that the sun, you know, she's a Flat Earther and she had no background of any scientific thing. She just listened to someone I online. And got her information from that, and when they interviewed her, she looks like an idiot, an absolute idiot. And the normal people watch these things and make makes you look to, to be a complete nut moron. Now, I say with flat Earth, I don't know. Although I've listened to an awful lot of it. I just think that the movement was definitely uh, part of the um, uh, the nudge bloke. What's his name? The dodgy, dodgy uh, Obama, Obama's um, mate. Uh, it will come to me. It will come to me. Who <laughs> said that they were going to start targeting the truth community by putting in disinformation on mass? And they did. And the flat Earth movement arrived in 2015. Smart researchers came out after them too, like Chris Kendall. He was onto it. <clears throat> Even I think John Le bon. Was running an anti-flat Earth type show because I think he picked up on the scam that these people were organised to come out with their shit, and that's you know guys like um, Sergeant and True. I never was into it, so I never was. I spent didn't spend much time. I didn't do online research ever up until I got start doing podcasts. uh, Sorry, listening to podcasts, and I started using the net a bit more because I was never into the internet. I like magazines and books, and I recommend. Very strongly that you revert to that as well, because this idiot friend of mine, after I wouldn't give him the right answer, and I gave him a lot of good background onto, you know, that, that there is definitely something different out there shape-wise. He sent me things like ten things that prove flat Earth wrong, online bullshit that you know he found online. That to him was all he needed, rather than to go out there and look at this, uh, you know, the, the horizon. Thing, the, you know, the, the P900 cameras shooting impossible distances, seeing the boat go off into the horizon. It didn't disappear, it's still there when you use your P900. Which I believe they got rid of that camera or they don't market it anymore. um and I think, I think they kind of back, had to backtrack on the flat earth thing because it woke too many people up. Because too many people started qu- querying the, the shape of the moon. So like once you query the, the, the moon landings of fake, all bets are off. You've got to ask, yourself so what else is fake? What else have I been lied to about? So it's very dangerous of them to introduce this thing, but it, what it does do is it gives them this opportunity to call you the um, NLP, NLP, Slayer, Flat Earther. Because so as soon as you say that to someone, or conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat, these are all NLP, deliberately... Pushed into the lexicon of um, peep to, to slur people's reputations, um, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um, <clears throat> the, so I'm arguing. My brother's determined, determined to you know get me to uh, query my views on 9/11. He knows somebody apparently. So does this other guy. He said his best friend in uh, New York. Uh, saw a second plane going. I said, your best friend's a fucking liar. And I know the guy. He's, he's making stories up to, just to going kind of embellish his boring lifestyle as a chef. But that's what I'm saying. And people, it does shut a few people going, oh, maybe mm-hmm. people, people, if they you think there are planes going in the building, reverse engineer it and go back to, uh, the field where nothing crashed into the ground nothing, you know, Shanksville. The Pentagon, where no plane went into, and it was a shape bomb, a simple military demolition bomb. You can see the shape charge, blows a hole, very small but a big chunk at the other side. It's like the reverse of a bullet, where a bullet goes in and makes a small hole and blows a big chunk at the other side. The shape charge does, kind of reverses it, unless they're set up from the inside, I don't know. Um, yeah, and then the two towers ter- watch... Uh, even though i've you know I'm a bit funny with it but uh, you know the uh, September clues stay away from of course, Lou Asner's, Um, disinformation uh architects and engineers obviously that's there to uh keep the um uh, narrative of um planes I do believe I'm no expert in the subject uh there are very good ones on folkologists anyway these these people that write in and to comment on my saying that I had COVID-19. And even Dave J started on me. He soon stopped, though, because I explained to him what I said, was that I think people have been vaccinated and they're leaking toxins. That's my, probably mine and a few other smarter people that I've talked to, what we think could be happening. Now, I just had a really good conversation on, uh, Rick and Rollo's site on the, not recorded, sadly, but with, um, Wild Times was on there and Uninstall Media and Rollo came in and tried to have a normal conversation. Doesn't work. Not, not after that, that amount of vodka. Uh, serious conversations. You can't have a bloke that's blind drunk. it uh, doesn't work. But anyway, we had a conversation about, and uh, Uninstall Media knows his stuff. He used to be on uh, Hoaxbusters call. He's been on Thakologist for many years, on and off. Uh, yeah, probably 20 years younger than me by the sound of it, but he's uh, new stuff about two things we we're talking about. EMF toxins, and that's radio frequencies, and poison on poison being sprayed on orchards and on their food, etc., etc. We had a very good conversation, which this is the kind of thing, if someone comes on, that's the kind of person I'd like because we can have a good conversation. I, unfortunately, though, when I go onto a group chat, I have a thing called talk too much syndrome. And I, t- I dom- end up dominating a call and it ruins it, not for me, but for anyone else that wanted to have a conversation. So it's why I'm much better just to talk to myself, in both driving without being recorded and being recorded, because I can think better on my own. And I don't interrupt people apart from myself, if that's possible. So, yeah, so welcome to, and again, this isn't, I'm not a fake, I don't put myself, not even on the blog, I don't consider myself one of those types of people that thinks everything's a fake, sorry, sorry, there's real things out there, and after 40 years plus as a conspiracy theorist, my words, a proud, proud conspiracy, I have to say that I am legally, Frank, you'd agree with it, just as, you know, so you don't quote me on everything, but um, and I got it. What did I get wrong last week? I did. Heard, I listened back trying to find me saying that I had COVID-19. What a load of old fucking cobblers! Don't write in anymore. Don't listen to the show. Do not listen to what I'm saying. Hang up now. Go off. Press the button on your little phone and go off because I'm not talking to you anymore. Whoever those people were got it very wrong. Dave J contacted me uh, directly. And uh, no problem now. He's um, I'm, he's not on the show or, or, or anything, but um, I you know I just explained. I said no, 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 no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Someone else must have, or they thought that I that I said that, but I didn't. No, no. Anyway, I'll be back in a uh, little bit. I'll just um mute for a bit, and I'll talk again. <coughs> Last night I was working doing the um. Saturday night cocktail barman. Starting to enjoy it now that I'm not sick, not as sick as I was. I also have to say this I got contacted by a, one of the legends, one of the legends that listens to the show, Marcus Allen. And he wanted to know more details about the aspartame thing. And all I could do is give him the book that I'd read and the fact that in my mind, as a detective's brain that I've got, Not that I was a detective, but I've got a very good, interesting story about detectives that I'll bring up. Very interesting story. You're getting this for free. Very interesting story. Anyway, I've got a detective, like, I analyze things. It's born in that, you know, my star sign says the same thing, and I agree with it. I analyze things. And, um. hang on a minute. Sorry, I just have to step away there's lots of birds tweeting in the, in the background but you know um, I look at the um, Aspartame story before and after reading the six pages of citations and um, footnotes by uh, Alex Constantine on his excellent um, tome um, trend, the psychic uh, transformation of America whatever it's called Psychic Dictatorship USA. Um, the people involved, the research team that was pushing this thing, even the Pentagon tried to register it as a bioweapon or a chemical weapon probably in the 50s or 60s. They tested that They knew that it was going to cause basic concussion and, and a dumbing down of people, just like fluoride. They're all military. So obviously this was a deliberate thing now Marcus didn't want to tweet anything without actual he wanted more information I couldn't get obviously couldn't give it to him but I'm I, I would just say it's in my view this is this was this I wouldn't say it's like me I'm a, as I said I'm a registered conspiracy theorist I'm just giving you my interpretation it's probably right probably right guaranteed right sorry 100 percent that apartan was deliberately added to your Foods and drinks to 20 years or so before 9/11 to dumb you down completely after the fluoride, which is not in every, not in all places in America, but uh, Aspartame certainly is. And the uninstalled media was agreeing with me. We we're talking about the weaponization of um, the food, and, and you know they, they obviously they couldn't get into, the, the, you know they had to ban certain uh, glyphosates and things like that to look good, but they're putting them in your food anyway. So either way you're getting them, glyphosate's another one. The other thing that's in this book by uh, Alex Constantine is the EMF radio signal stuff, full of citations, full of, you know, lab reports that it dumbs you down, low frequency, low resolution, non-ionising radiation causes mind to, you know, Mm -hmm. disease in your brain. It causes all these things. They know that. That's what's being turned up right now. Be told. I don't need to have proof. I'm not going to ever be able to find it. No one's going to give me an actual, you know, listen to the actual maybe there is out there. There's citated things out. This is the the expertise of researchers like uh, Yann Irvin. Now he's a guy that's probably at the same level as um, Marcus Allen. Same era, vintage. Uh that need... You're listening to Rick talking to himself.
2: We interrupt our program to bring you this important
1: message. Hi, I'm
0: Psyopticon, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio.
1: Hmm. Psyopticon, I think, is a friend of one of the other proper fakeologists, proper fakeologists, um, on the Fakeologist blog. I'm not one. I'm... Someone who doesn't think every single thing happens to be um, fake. There's a lot that do. Oh, yeah. Not me. No, 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 no. Anyway, again, if you think that you're going to get any of that stuff on here, no. But you will get gold class, 100% original material from me. It's like same day Dave Jay's stuff. It's 100% original. He's not lifting any of his stuff. It's his stuff. Now, so on a side note, apparently he's harassing IPS, Tim Osman. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's a, a battle of the trolls because they're both good at um trolling, you know, and IPS o- openly does it to media by putting deliberately, you know, and that's trolling. day Is he doing trolling? I don't know, but anyway, he does not like him for some reason. Is going on the attack now? Stupid waste of energy. (laughs) Sorry, waste of energy. Uh, These people are putting out really good shows, and particularly Osmond's show is one of my favourites. One of my favourites. I really enjoy it. Like he's got some good crew that filter through the news. Why bother attacking somebody? I mean, obviously, I disagree ma- massively with a couple of his things, but I still listen to his show and get lots of good information out of it. As I would, If I wanted to, I could listen to Alex Jones and get 50% of great information. But I don't. I find him too. This is voice. Live from the moon. You know, the, it's just uh, I can't even really do it now. It's one of, one of the things, few voices I cannot do. This is, no, I can't do it. Alex Jones live for the... No, nope, can't do it. That's a practice. I don't listen to him. That's why I can't do him. Be told. Yeah, last week's show, I re-listened back to see if... Did I say that I believed in COVID-19? And no. N- at no stage. I just, just said that there's something out there causing people to have... Um, uh, some doozy of a flu plus um, l- less... less... <laughs> Lack of sense of smell afterwards and taste, or both. Now, guess what? I got an email from one of the said one of the all-time greats. He'd had very similar to me for a month, and I just got better the other day. And I feel pretty good now too, apart from the smell. Apart from the smell, that's the lack of smell. Not any smell emanating from me, because even if there was, I couldn't smell it. So there's no problem. Again, no deodorant needs whatsoever at all, um, he had the same, very similar thing. So there's one of the top, I'm telling you, world-class cynics, world-class original cynics saying that he had the same thing as me. There you go. <clears throat> and I also got, I don't know how many people listen. Some of the people listening are the people that I listened to for many years, so it's good. That's good. And all I'm doing is... Uh, <laughs> What am I doing? Chatting away, dropping things, and occasionally something good will come out and it's entertaining. Like, I I used to listen to Hoaxbusters called Similar Kind of Show, I would say. Similar Kind of Show. And my favourite, my role model, you should listen to him, was, was a, I have to talk about this one, is uh, in, when I first came over here in the early 80s. On the news, we had a news, it was called News Hour at, with Clive Robertson, Robertson, and it used to be on, I think it was 9pm or 10pm at night, It's like a late night news show. He is not ever going to be employed again, that guy, because what he'd do, he'd just read, he'd sit there and read without wording anything, and he'd just pick the the, the newspaper, uh, the, his notes out, throw them over his head and go, I'm not reading that. He make comments about the news. He discuss things and give his own personal views. These are all illegal by the journalist's code or well, the official code. It was absolutely hilarious. And he had a huge cult following, huge cult following. So I like, to, I like, fo- like people that just, can just meander away and talk about anything and say occasional funny things and imitate people like him. That's what I'm doing. And Ab will come on a bit later and I'll probably repeat half the things that I said to myself. With him, which I did last week, I noticed. I did last week. Anyway, so again, switch off if you think you're going to get offended or I'm not going to be, he wasn't, Ab, he wasn't saying the things that you say. Now, I'm going to say the complete opposite of some things, but I'm, I appreciate Ab's um, platform. Fakeholders Radio, fakeholders.com, one of the best. And the fact that I don't know if there's been a lot of live uh, shows. I haven't been listening at all, at all. I've got a lot to catch up on, but I'll do one, one a week if I can. One a week. Sunday night sounds good to me and I, I don't have anything to do. I said it sort of worked last night. Oh, I had another, I think it was a 15 or 16 year old female telling me what to do. This doesn't work folks with me. She was giving me advice on something and it was like, 15 years, you've you've done seven shifts in a hotel or behind a bar or in a restaurant and you're giving me advice, not a very good thing. I don't respond well to uh, women telling me what to do at all, especially 15-year-old ones, especially 15-year-olds. If they are experts in their craft, be it uh, putting um, Barbie uh, accessories on, yes, I'll listen to that if I was into that, but I don't, but I don't. If it was uh, brushing the hair of um, a brat's doll, no experience whatsoever. My daughter probably has, who's just flown back in the country yesterday. Are seeing her tomorrow? Yes, but when it comes to how to do something behind the bar or whatever, you have no idea of my 42 years of drinking probably your body weight and alcohol per week for 42 years in beer, guaranteed. So don't come and tell me how to pause something or do something, ever. Oh, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, black cockatoos. This isn't a sexual reference. Again, these are genuine, very quiet ones. just flew over my head. This is live Australia, mid-north coast. You're listening to Rick talking to himself and got some interesting, very interesting story, actually, better than anyone else's, be told. In about a few minutes, I'll talk about it. Uh, I'm back. Not that you would have known, because thanks to the VeloBot, VeloSets Velo Velo box, VeloBox, box, it cuts out dead air. Not that you're going to get much of me. Not that you're going to get any dead air with me. Anyway, I just was uh, <laughs> on the um, messaging on Messenger this morning my, to my cousin and my brother, um, both sadly uh, cult victims. And it's so annoying though because we're having these great conversations and all of a sudden one of them will pick up on. Particularly, so apparently, get this in New Zealand, one of the most beautiful old buildings, the chateau, it got closed down this week through this thing in New Zealand called the uh, seismic uh, safety, uh, seismic safety something another S three S three S's in the nineteen nineteen nineteen. 19. S-S-S. <coughs> owned by the Chinese now. This beautiful, giant, huge, old 18th century, or 19th century, I guess, timber building on Mount Tongariro, or facing Mount Tongariro, maybe up Narahoe, I think it might be up, but the ski, ski field in in the North Island New Zealand, beautiful. Well, evidently, there's been no snow. This snow's dried up, so I've, all of New Zealand's blaming climate change. I would say it's been made not to snow, which they can easily do by spraying the opposite of the one that makes the snow in the air. So they've had to close, conveniently they've had to close it down using this SSS law, which is everywhere now. So the seismic safety standard, seismic safety standard, means any building they want to get rid of, they just say, well, it doesn't meet our seismic safety standard, so you've got to pull it down, which will mean there's going to be more of these big box-shaped, you know, rectangle Things with it's sustainable gardens on top. These are – and I think I've got this off hoax busting, possibly. John Adams, wonderful research about the architecture, how they've deliberately changed their architecture around to make it more easier to monitor people in their houses. At the end of the day, but slowly they've done it to – they've changed before the back of the house was at the front, back in the old days. And used to go around the back door to Oak Cup to knock on the door to people's houses. That's been reversed. They've changed the shapes. They're all the same angles of sorrow. I got that off Crow, angles of sorrow. I had never heard of that before. Boring hexag- hexagonal, sh- you know, rectangle, rex- rectangle, I mean. I'd like hexagons. They so could do that, but they won't. Um, so anyway, let's shut that down. Anyway, we're having this discussion. And of course... Uh, They know where it will go. It goes pear shaped and we start arguing about climate change. But it ruins the good conversations we can have because there's either vaccines or climate change believers. You know, like, and I don't hold back with my views at all. Very anti vaccine. Very anti vaccine. Um, Now I'm very concerned. I can, we're going to keep it? yeah where we're going, where we're talking about uh, the the snows drying up in that particular area, whereas I know my daughter's been in the South Island, it's been snowing left, right and centre, so there's plenty of snow in New Zealand, it's not over this particular ski fields and me- volcano <coughs> area I don't know this is probably just natural cyclic change of weather, that's what weather does, it changes it, 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 it goes in cyclic patterns, over might be 96 years or 65 years whatever one of these numbers these magic numbers um but new zealand are all they are very cult climate change centric over there terrible terrible anyway so we were talking then we got on the subject of crime and it suddenly popped into my head about one of my a good friend of mine, when I say good friend, we we, we grew up together, we, sorry, we went to the same school, we knew each other, we see each other. Really nice guy. And the last time I seen him was selling pot, um, stone all the time when we were about 18. Not me, I, I'm, not, I'm not really into it, but, but that's what he was doing. Blow me down next thing I know, he's become a detective in the police force. Which, that surprised me more than what it, what happened. Anyway, something, whether it was the pot that sent him a bit funny or whatever, but he decided he he was having an affair, this is the back of the end of the story, with another detective, female, 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 with another bloke. And he decided he wanted to leave his wife and children. So he'd feigned this a satanic attack. He he'd feigned a guy called the executioner was writing him letters, threatening to kill him. And he, he was, this went on for a month, and the police were investigating it. They, they took it very seriously. Other police, you know, his colleagues. And then one day they found him. The, his house had been torched. There was satanic symbols all over the walls. He was found out the back with um, uh, masking tape around his mouth, duct tape around his mouth, hands tied behind his back and a pentagram carved in his back. This is a, I kid you not, I kid you not. And again, first name basis, old friend, really nice guy. And of course, I mean, the police went berserk, you know, this is what's going on, you know, they were terrified. There was a satanic cult. This was happening in Palmerston North, a very boring fucking dump in uh, New Zealand. If this had happened in New York, it was probably more believable, but no. Anyway, next thing the police started questioning things, as you would, like, you know, this sounds like something of a TV show. And then he, his sketch of the guy that he claims do it, he just looked like, you know, black hair pulled back and a goatee beard and really evil eyes. It was something that you'd make up, in, you know, as a, and this was the executioner. Anyway, the police started a two... Their the, the first operation was called, code codename Venus, and that was to try and find the executioner. And then they decided to set up well, rightly so, codename Mars, and that was to try and investigate the detective friend of mine. And he ended up just admitting it after he got queried that he'd faked the whole thing, including cutting into his back somehow, a basic pentagram he must have used, but he hadn't done it deep enough. From I think the forensic the police said it's, it's very shallow, like if someone was really going to carve a pentagram in your back, they'd use a Sharp knife and push it in a bit further than he did, but um he he'd faked the whole thing and admitted to it, and then he got jailed for f- he got five years jail, big story in New Zealand, and then he got out and he committed suicide a few years later, very sad that that, that, that part of it. He had two children. Anyway, th- this story happened and it's been made into a TV movie, apparently not too bad, called Venus and Mars. So look it up. Um, the Satanic Panic. Um. Sorry, now, what it I'm not suggesting it was, it really happened, that he was really attacked, but, um, that just shows you that my generation, that's the generation X, or the very early generation X's and Y's and Z's, oh, sorry, the Y's and Z's, yeah, are all very similar. Watch too many movies, watch too many, got our minds formed by TV shows in the 60s, 70s, and 80s and 90s. And um, with the introduction of pot, some some I'd suggest here the mental illness. I mean, why wouldn't he just go to become a? If you want to lie and um, um, have extremely unrealistic stories, why not just become a journalist or a politician rather than join the detectives and try, you know try and fake your fake a satanic attack? This happened in the 90s, mid 90s. So um, this is one of those interesting things I can talk about on a first-name basis with him. He's now not around anymore. Very sad case. But look up Venus and Mars. Apparently it's quite good. It's got an Australian actor playing Brent, Brent Garner, his name is. Good bloke, RIP. But uh, what a vivid imagination. What a silly thing to do. There you go, be told. Yes, I just seem to be one of those people that leads a fairly boring life these days, I must say. But I have lots of interesting stories because I'm always like one or two degrees away from someone that's very interesting. And Raleigh would be one of the classic examples. There's a guy who's extremely interesting, I mean, to be around, and he's got this magnetic personality that people follow him or come up and talk to him all the time because I don't know what it is. But me and him usually have some very good conversations and not recorded anymore, Um just on the various things and we can go in that direction he he has met so many famous people I mean I've met lots obviously working as a and security and entertainment industry back in the uh, late 90s and uh, over the 90s basically but he would easily <laughs> outdo me for the people he's met Johnny depp he's going sat next to I wouldn't bother I, I mean I've got no evidence of any of my claims I've got a couple of photos of me standing on, a, on the heart the heart TV show. But I I was obviously working for a firm that was stopping people coming up and harassing actors and actresses and film sets. And so I would never go and ask anyone for their autograph or for a photo opportunity. I mean, if I, I wish I did in some cases because I have a lot of interesting things to show my children. They, they think it's hilarious that, um, you know, Neo came to me to find Trinity. which he did, did he go to the Oracle when he needed to find Trinity? No. Did he go to um, Lawrence Fishburne uh, to you know for advice? He came to me in full regalia with dark glasses on, leather you know uh, that kind of capycoat coat he had on on quite a warm day, and he said. Can you tell me where Trinity is? No, he said, "Uh, Carrie, where's Carrie? And I said, this is my immortal conversation. I said, she's gone to the toilet. You're listening to Rick on Fakeologist Radio, Fakeologist.com.
0: You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on on Fakeologist.com
1: listening to Rick talking to himself on February the 8th, 2023. And I was talking about the Matrix where I stood around getting paid to watch and film the movie. Yes, I did. And I I was just saying, you know, Neo came to me for advice. He didn't go to the Oracle. He didn't go to Lawrence Fishburne or those two weird blonde twins. He came to me. And I told him that I'd taken her to the Toilet or the bathroom, as they call it. And yes, she is very good looking and she she she's very friendly and smiled and talked to me, looked me in the eye as she talked, whereas a lot of them don't be told, particularly, um, the big, the big ones. They think you're all looking at them and staring at them. And I, while I was never had a problem on and was never, you know, got, got rid of like Tom Cruise got rid of people, it's cause I treated them and I cared as little about them as I did any normal person. And I didn't um, harass them or ask them questions or go up and, you know, starstruck. I was never starstruck. But I'd be told a lot of people were and we had to get rid of them. Particularly um, one big job, Ricky Martin, Janet Jackson, Jet Lee. This is when Ricky Martin was a major, major, major star. Two or three of the people working for the same company I was were besotted and starstruck. And were, one of them, this woman, was, you know, She'd somehow heard, he must have overheard him saying he needed a cup of tea. And she was putting over our radio system, which was quite important to keep your radio for just important things, you know. And she's, Ricky wants a cup of tea? Uh, Can someone get a cup of tea for Ricky? Ricky needs a cup of tea. And I I just rang up the boss and said, get this fuckwit off the job now. And next thing you know, she, she was relegated to standing in a car park, staring at cars. Cause you cannot behave like that on a, being a professional, especially on a, you know, the big stars like that. Uh, very interesting, um, life I had back then. Not so much anymore, but uh, I've got my memories. No photos. No photos, only an, an anecdotes. And I don't exaggerate it. I mean, I could say all sorts of things. I could say that, you know, me and Tom Cruise, we didn't, no. Nah. You didn't, I barely saw the guy on, I and was, I was on Mission Impossible. He saw, saw his back, didn't stare. I was meant to be looking, at, looking away, and he was definitely, uh, sacking, having people sacked for staring at him. And it does happen, it's people get starstruck. And us, I think the fakeologist types, don't, or we realize that it's just a, just a facade. And these people are just very lucky or related to four famous people, like most of the actors. Guaranteed, they all seem to be on, from a bloodline. There's no doubt about that. Uh, George Clooney is a classic example. Uh, Larry Hagman, another one. You know, da- sons and daughters of very famous people. Brooke Shields. You know, um, I could run through a whole list, and they are all European royalty blooded. Brooke Shields, particularly. And I mean, back in the what was it, early eighties. When she first came out as being, you know, a big, 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 big star, she was in some, I forget his name, is a French director, Lawrence Marle, I think it might have been name. He was married to um, uh, that American actress from that TV show that was huge, huge about a journalist, I can't remember the name. Anyway, Marl was married to her. He produced a movie called Pretty Baby. Now, this was out on video. It was out and lots of people went to see it and that featured Brooke Shields at 13 possibly as a child prostitute featuring full frontal scenes, I do believe. Now, that technically would have everyone jailed for having that in their house or on their uh, device if, if they'd watched the movie. So these are weaponized, I do believe. They've deliberately had things like, you know, quite mainstream movies back in the day, particularly Pretty Baby that they can, um if they choose to, have people accused of being pedophiles for just watching a mainstream movie. Uh, what was the other one she was in um, about the, you know, the para- um, something Paradise or whatever, Blue Paradise, whatever. Big, 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 big movie. There she was, probably underage, running around with no clothes on. Um and big star Leo McKern was in that one. Um, again, these things could be weaponized. And they could say, well, sorry, you've got, you know, in your video collection or your back in the day, you had this movie. You are a, um, you know, da, 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 da. So, um, we're, uh, how come these, were, these were literally mainstream movies in the early eighties. So they were encouraging that kind of behavior, I do believe. Nowadays, you know, you couldn't, could you do it? No, no. Even though Disney seems to be angling towards um, cannibalism and that type of behaviour in some of their movies and necrophilia, I believe, is kind of, again, f- Frankfurt School. Uh, last days before we build back better, we need to reintroduce pedophilia and then necrophilia. Then we know our job is done. <clears throat> I think Jay Dye probably read the transcripts. I not read that beforehand was a Horkheimer or one of those guys um, in his writings again I plugged it last week and I will keep plugging it because it's good stuff the global book series by Jay Dyer listen to him. listen to them you're going to get good information including that the, the one common denominator cannibalism is normal to nearly every single one of them including particularly the ghost and the machine guy Real strange one. That, that book, Ghost in the Machine, also coincidentally the name of a police album by a uh, CIA-connected band. Very CIA-connected band. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, the, the the guy that wrote the um book. Hang on, oh, it's Memory Bloss. Getting old. Is it the spray? Yes, it is probably. Yeah, I mean, sorry, just rescued an earthworm that came crawling across the uh, pavement in front of me for some stupid reason and put them in the garden. Very caring. Do I get carbon credits for that? I would say I would. Hopefully the uh, algorithm's listening into every conversation and we're putting bonus points onto my um, social credit for rescuing a earthworm. I probably lost about 500, though, in the last conversation, though. But uh, we're getting them back slowly, getting them back slowly. Yeah, uh, my brain, although I mean, this is the other thing, you know, the symptom for um, Parkinson's disease and all these other type of things, loss of sense of smell, and your you, you, uh, memory's terrible. I'm a hypochondriac. I'm a net researching. Uh, on When it comes to hypochondria, I will look up a Google doctor, and these are the kind of things that would come up. Now, I'd rather have a... Um, so, is it mythical um, bioweapon than say you know, you know I've got the symptoms of that or any other the nasty things that can happen when you lose your t- sense of taste and smell? <clears throat> be told. Uh, the I can I mean, I cannot remember the drummer of the police's name yet. It would be in my head normally, but I am tired. Kind of. Is that is that a good excuse? Mm. But his uncle who founded. FB, is it FBI records, no, one of those record company was a CIA, and so brother, his uncle's brother was, who writes advice books of uh, recruits for the CIA and how they literally the the work they did in the Middle East. Um, yet I can't remember his name right off the top of my head right now. So you know, <laughs> I just blame age and um. Alcohol, possibly, and I've only had two cans of, not even two cans of beer. Not even two cans of beer. What else? what other shows I've been listening to? I've been listening to uh, some IPS, but again, a bit of a pain to download the whole thing. Uh, I listened to that um, David Ewing, Jr., another show on him on the Cube cover. Very interesting. Uh, Again... Highly recommend his YouTubes. He takes it in a completely different direction. He's putting Japan really high up now and and, because they designed, the Japanese designer of the Twin Towers was uh, Japanese. And it was all Mecca and they were going to be called the something mosque originally. So there's this time with the Japan and Middle East and Bin Laden and everything. that He takes it in a different direction I'd never heard before. So I like that kind of thing. You need to go in all directions. You need to um, get as much information as possible. And this is the problem with me. I've got so much information going in my ears that half the normal things I had there gets pushed out and I can only remember obscure things and just the common... Th- I do remember my name at the moment, I think. But... um I'm not, it's not, I'm not even going to Google it. It's going to come to me naturally. The drummer for the police and his uncle. And it's not Kermit, uh, um, Roosevelt, who was very big player, very big player in the Middle East in Iran. What a name.
2: Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here.
1: He really, um, was a major influencer back in the day. Was, did Jim, um, what's his name? And the Muppets use Kermit because of Kermit Roosevelt I'm not sure but um, there you go I mean I'd never heard of any Kermits before that before Kermit the Frog what a name what a name you're listening to Rick talking to himself okay that just took me two minutes I sat there and thought I'm not going to google it that's Stuart Copeland obviously the drummer from the police Miles Copeland was his uncle I think his father's also something, or maybe his father. I can't remember. But one of the uncles, they founded uh, a big record label. Uh, very interesting family. It looks like a really nice guy, but he. he te- I just accidentally read when I had nothing else to read <laughs> the um, Dave Grohl's book. Now Grohl seems to be like a really nice guy, but he's dirty. Somehow, I mean, he's like, did you, you know, did you ever hear him say anything about the vaccine? He made him all get vaccinated. His drummer died of a heart attack and they've just done this big, you know, and he's good friends with Paul McCartney, whatever Paul McCartney is. He's very good friends with um, Stuart Copeland, who features throughout the book, you know, giving him advice. You know, maybe is it the nice guys are the bad guys? Cause Dave Grohl to me looked like a, seemed like a nice guy. Is he an unwitting dude? I don't know. But he seems to be awfully close. And he did this, did, you know, in his book, he did this black magic ceremony to get famous. That's what he says. You know, he, he still these things and some, trying to summon the spirit of um, John Bonham because he is a drummer of quite, pretty good drummer, I guess. Play guitar, write songs. I mean, he's a very clever guy. Did he sell his soul? Did he sell us off? Who's to know? But he, you know, he's an influencer, an influencer for sure. Um, Some great music, tied up with some really good bands, Queens of the Stone Age, love them. You know, not everything they've done, but the before that, you know, the 90s, yeah, 90s um, uh, heavy kind of heavy rock act, Kyuss, K-Y-U-S-S, Good Stuff. Um, all these guys, you know, that, 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 there's a link in with the um, the shooting in Paris with, uh, you know, the, the lead singer from um, Queens of the Stone Age and Kyuss. Um, their band, the Eagles of Death Metal, were playing. Um, there's a tie in there with, you know, Dodgy, 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 Dodgy. Totally fake, I would say, that shooting. As with most shootings, I, I have to say this. So, so I do tick the fakeologist box when it comes to the shootings, guaranteed. Guaranteed. But uh, when it comes to, at the moment, I'm again, I'll reiterate, there is something out there that is making people um, sick. And I say it's the vaccine and it's um, shedding or other normal people like myself be, can get toxic, detoxified from it. That's what I'd rather, I'd rather say that than think that, you know, one of the other Google searches would come up with, with uh, my symptoms. Be assured. Um, what else? What else? Um, what I've been listening to. Um, oh, the news, the news. I can't listen to it. I mean, neither do any of you be able to listen to the news without this going off for fuck's sake. And this, the, the balloon, these Chinese spy balloon. Now I'm sure if we go back in history, that's why I recommend people listen to Media Monarchy, even though he's not a, what you'd technically call a, a fakeologist. He believes in some things that I don't believe in, but he's pretty good. He has a great section in each episode of the Media Monarchy news show where he reads what on this date. Now he doesn't tie the things in, but I do. On the same date, you'll get big fires. Big, you know, it seemed to be a ritual fire getting burnt big time every on this particular date over you know the last 600 years, from the Great Fire of London through to whatever. When he reads the news on this day, he'll say something. But he he actually doesn't isn't able to tie it in that it's a pattern. He just reads that on that day this happened. Birth dates are the same thing. Birthdays is very interesting as well. People die on the same day. Um. I've already brought up the um, Aldous Huxley dying on Kennedy's day. Two suspicious folks. Has anyone else suggested he faked his death apart from me? I don't think so. He did a Kubrick. You are listening to Rick Tom himself. on go straight Radio. dot I'm Del Qua. Dave George, Cody from Memphis. Silver Bay, Chris from Hoaxbusters. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. I think you, Value. value. Uh, Rick talking to himself on uh, the February the 8th, 2023. That's 2023. Uh, we were just talking about the news, news cycles, the same news patterns happen on the same day. Guaranteed. And I, again, I like Media Monarchy show. Even like, he, not everyone's cup of tea because he talks so fast, and he, he's the Casey Kasem of conspiracy. Sure, he'd like that compliment, guaranteed. Music wise, though, has has pump up the volume. I love it. I'm hearing so much good stuff. He plays Fridays or Saturdays is brand new music, and there's so many great new. Like, get this one: The Zombies just put out a brand new song. Let's call him Blundstone. From the sixties, just put out a brand new song, good, not a bad song. Jethro Tull just put out a brand new song. He doesn't, Ian Anderson's not singing anymore. And there's another, I could talk about, there's a lot of Ian Anderson, the founder, creator, main man of Jethro Tull, knows stuff or has a great mind or both. Cause the interesting lyrics and his, he just, it's something really interesting. And I love Jethro Tull. I love it. I love the flute. I don't like a lot of the, 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 I think he went a bit funny in the, but they all decided they must need to go a electronic. electronically. Even Black Sabbath did in the early, uh, eight, late 80s, early 80s rather. They must have been told, you know, the kids want electronic, you know, you know keyboards and that. Fuck off your keyboards. Stick to the analog and electric guitars and your flutes. That's what I would have said. And then they had to put these terrible album covers to try. Their marketers would have said, no, no, we need to appeal to younger people. No, 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 no. They should have stuck to their basic. I mean, look at album covers. are fantastic. And Tyler, some of the hypnosis, hypnosis, that's H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S, hypnosis, did the best. They did the best. They did the Pink Floyds. I used to have, uh, still have a couple b- collections of album covers, books that just showed, you know, and you know talked about who did them, what they meant, whatever. Uh, Pink Floyd had some brilliant ones. Hypnosis all designed. Now Hypnosis is now the business partner with Black Rock, buying up song royalties and paying out musicians huge sums of money to own their um, back catalogue. Now, these musicians, I'm telling you now, rock music is finished. It's fucking over. They'll never, ever have, and never, ever have for the long time a individual that can come up with a lot of power and tell people things unless they're completely stage-managed. Bowie, uh, Beatles, Stones, blah, 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 blah. Stage-managed. Um, given their power, give, you know, given most of the rap, big rap, NWA, stage, managed 100%. Unlistenable, once you work that out. They betrayed their own people. Betrayed their own people. The gangster rap betrayed their own people. Filled up prisons. Filled up prisons. And they reward some of the players, huge, I mean, Dr. Dre, what was his name? Is, Andre, I would say his real name is, a billion dollars, allegedly, for this fucking useless Beats by Dre headphones that any Chinese company could have copied and put out. Uh, who would give a billion dollars for a he- headphone company? And as the payoff for filling up the prison industrial complex, which rap and NWA and other bands did. Not public, Im- uh, public Image, another good band, but Public Enemy. They started, I thought they were pretty good. And I like their technique that they had back in the day. They'd, if they're being interviewed, they'd have another two cameras filming the interviewer and they were quite made it obvious they were being filmed. So they, you were not to alterate my interview and make me say things I didn't say like they do. But that's what journalists do. Big companies do. They, they'll, they'll get you being interviewed on one particular subject and then focus into the eyes. There's techniques. All these reality TV shows are brilliant at it. You watch them, they focus in and they freeze a frame for a little bit. They did it on Donald Trump all the time to make you look mad. So Public Image, sorry, Public Enemy, Public Enemy, they made sure that PETV was filming the journalist at the same time. And this is a technique you need to use. If you were a celebrity and you're being interviewed, you need to make sure that they're being filmed and they're gonna original release will come out on TikTok that we filmed against what you filmed and what you're saying on your news show. Great weapon. You film, film the filmers. film the journalists, film the journalists. Great weapon. Uh, I, that was Public Enemy that was did that. Uh, ten out of ten. Interestingly, I, I remember Chuck D as a cartoonist for uh, National Lampoon magazine way back in the day before he became a registered, you know, star in the rap music. Very clever. He had a strip called Goobers is a parody on Peanuts with black Charlie Brown-type characters. Very clever guy, Chuck D, a very clever guy. Um, So I know a fair bit about music, as you probably pick up on, and lots of different styles. But I'll tell you a very interesting thing. My daughter just flew back from um, New Zealand, and my son, 16, got the train by himself, to meet her yesterday afternoon, and they're going off to right now, they're at the Laneway Festival in Sydney. Right now, as we speak. So I, now I have to apologise, two weeks ago I said, no, I'm up with the kids, I know all the stuff. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I looked up the Laneway Festival. I looked up the the lineup for Laneway Festival. I have not heard of a single performer, yet this is sold out, and every... Not every, but huge amounts of the, say, 15 to 25-year-olds are all going there. I hadn't even heard of a single one. And I asked this German girl at one of the offices I was at on Friday night. She's the same age as my daughter, maybe. And I was explained to her, I said, I've never heard of them. How come? And she said, oh, no, 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 no. This no, they're, they're his famous Jojini or Joji, Joji, some some guy called Joji, he's Japanese, half Japanese. Everyone's heard of him except for me. So I hadn't heard of it. Says fifteen performers, I've never heard of any of them. So there is a genuine gap between the teens and the elders, guaranteed, which I suggest is a good thing. It's a good thing because I didn't like the last. Was it what would you call them? Generation. Z, Y, whatever. Basically, Generation X, so you say you're born 64, the same kind of music you're into in the, the 1996, 30 years later, this, the, that generation of kids love that music. Red Hot Chili Peppers were just played b- b- guaranteed last night here down the road, I mean in Sydney. Um, the, they, the, it's the same kind of music, that there's no difference between a generation X, Y, or Z, as far as I'm concerned. Music was they like the same kind of. Like, this new generation, the new 15-year-old type, they've got a completely different thing, and it's not good music, be told. But they, they, it's their own thing. They've got their own thing, which is good, because can you imagine being at a rock festival back in the day? You know, concert, and your fucking grandmother came over with a joint out of her mouth and trying to dress in, dress in the same clothes as you you were dressed up and waving away. Would you like that? I don't think so. I prefer to have a, people different generations completely separate so they've got their own identity not the common don't identity like the last three the x y and Z and how did can, can someone explain to me how did the guy that wrote the uh, you know what's his name here we, here we go again? here we go again, and I'm not going to Google it, that came up with um, Generation X. What's his name? Is it William? It'll come to me. He wrote the book Generation X, and he coined the term in his book about the future. How did he know that there was going to be an X, Y, and a Z, and that it was going to all be kind of reset? How did he know that 64 kids, 65 or whatever, on was with X, and there was going to be a Y and then a Z. How did he know that we were at X level? And it, and he was pretty accurate because they're completely different. X is different than the the baby boomers, 100% different. And then Y slightly different and Z. And then you got the millennials, the new generation. They have a completely separate, slowed down, uh, sped up, voice-modified, Terrible music as far as I'm concerned. I'm not that big a fan. I like a lot of different music, but uh, once the voice modulation comes and you're not actually hearing the singer's voice, no, you can't trust any of it. It could be made by a computer, just like Orwell said. Or was it uh, Huxley? That, oh, no, I it was Orwell. That all music was done by a computer. That was 1984. All music would be created by computers. Guaranteed they're doing that now. Guaranteed. You can tell, you know, they've figured out all the different highs and lows and gaps and things like that and then put out a similar one with very similar sounds and, yeah, we've been, uh, we haven't got any talent out there. We've got DJs that turn up with a uh, laptop and have thousands of kids surrounding them, you know, giving them, worshiping them like Jesus basically and all they're doing is turning up playing other people's music with a laptop they have no musical instruments in sight. This is a thing. It's been going on for the last 20 something years. Laptop DJs. So, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, the, the, the devolvement as Devo, you know, the band Devo and Mark Mothersbaum, let me tell you, player. Big time. Big time player. He, he, knew, he knows stuff. He um, calls his band De- Devo, De-evolution, De- we've got to where we needed to and we're going to devolve from there and he was right and he was right music particularly devolved you cannot compare anything from the last 30, 40 years to the incredible powers of music from Bach, you know Rachmaninoff, all that from the 300 years ago where they made music to heal you and to balance your Internal organs, I think, uh, one of them, one of the famous composers, that was his intent. That's why it's so nice to hear if you listen to it early in the morning. Balances your senses. As opposed to John Denver's fill out your senses. One of his lyrics was his songs. It's a joke I heard the other day. Fill up your senses. Fill out your senses. Yeah, um, Interesting, but uh, how there is definitely a gap now, and I again never heard of any of these bands yet, they are huge, 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 huge. So it's you and now TikTok is TikTok is the difference, and I don't do TikTok, be told.
2: I need dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Well, I need.
0: Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value-for-value value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form, from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support.
1: share with you my With me. Come on, now recording. Oh, well, I took neem oil for the last week. Was I being listened to before? I can't remember. It was muted by myself accidentally. So I took neem, neem, which is a little flowery. It looks very much like that nice, smelly, night-scented jasmine. That's what it looks like from the pictures. But I got a, a neem oil seed oil, cold-pressed, so very little, $13. Taste, apparently it smells terrible, but I'm telling you now, I can only smell a little bit of it. It's very, it's like kind of like a cross garlic and something quite, you know, pungent. Anyway, I've had it for well over a week, well over a week. And, well, I feel health-wise pretty good. The, I've got these odd pains around parts, which I would, it's either, let's just hope it's just arthritis and the hip problems. <clears throat> Cause you don't want any of the other things I could Google search and come up with uh, being registered hy- hypochondriac. And I'm telling you now, I'm in the book on hypochondria. There's a picture of me in it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm up there with one of the top hypochondriacs in the world. Guaranteed. Was I remotely concerned about, um, getting COVID the last two years with my work? No. Did I wear gloves? No. Uh, have I possibly picked up something because of that? We don't know. We don't know. Or, or it's a nasal sinus infection because I'm, st- I'm still sniffy, but sniffy. I just said bath, I just had hot bath, uh, bicarb, rock salt. Uh, neem and tea tree and eucalyptus. You know, I could basically make a recipe out of that if I soaked it in chicken and sold it. Very expensive to have a bath around me, be told. Um, do I care? No. No. And are baths better than showers? Mm, I think because they get, they get more vapour up your nose know, from the toxins in the water if you have showers but baths probably do the same, probably. But I try and deaden the, uh, make the water much more al- al- alive, alive. And do I feel better? Yes. Yes. Can I smell anything? No. No. But, you know, according to my brother, his ex-wife hasn't been able to smell or taste for six months now. According to Rod Jenkinson, in the smallest, most remote Island in New Zealand, one of them anyway, Stewart Island, it's on the map, often forgotten, smaller than Tasmania. It's our Tasmania without the reputation. He uh, said the same thing, can't smell or taste anything. So it's happening, it's happening. And again, Marcus Allen, he said he's been sick for the last four weeks only just feeling better the last week and he felt that it was very similar, and he kind of said he's open-minded to this, is it weaponized shedding? Who's to know? Let's just say it's suspicious. Suspicious. The good thing about oil is, though, mosquitoes do not want to go near you. So I don't know what it really smells like. I mean, I don't know if I'm reeking of, um, like, rancid garlic and awful, but um, no one's said anything yet. No one said anything, so who's to know? But anyway, my skin's, I had these like little itchy skin things, like a, on my leg, I had a bad one. They all went. So it's fung, if it's fungal and it's topical, it's gone with neem oil. So I've been taking it internally, three drops, four drops, and felt no ill effects whatsoever. There's a lot of damage control on the line about it, though. Be told, and they guess what? The, the number one herb they want to ban in New Zealand is in their um um uh, act that they're coming out with the um therapeutic health goods act or whatever. Mm-hmm. Neem is what, number one on their list. Tobacco is also on their list. They don't want nicotine in New Zealand. Why? You must must ask. Why? Like raw milk. Why is that illegal? Why is raw milk illegal? Look up the Mayo Clinic, M-A-Y-O, nothing to do with mayonnaise. What is it? What is it? Their results of, um, raw milk, Jersey, raw Jersey milk, four quarts a day on every possible condition, fixed nearly all of them back in 1910. Look it up. Chris Kendall. Hey, Phil, yeah, he was 100% onto that. He used to say it. I was imitating today, I was trying to. So I listen, if I listen to someone long enough, I'll Im- imitate them. <laughs> when I was on a film set years ago, there was this one particular guy, he's a legend over here in, in the um, film prop. Uh, I think he was lighting, like he, he was the main guy on every big, big, big movie. L- lighting and sound are very important. Grips, gaffers, whatever. And I used to be able to put his voice over the the radio on the, their channel and I could have got their, his ch- team to do anything I asked because I could imitate him. You know, go over there. There's a, I want you to take the Jenny up there and put it over there for no reason, but I just want you to do it. I could do that over the radio and they would do it. 100% baffled, baffled. They would have been. He was very, he was a funny guy too, but, um, that's, that's the kind of power of being able to imitate people. You can ring them up. I, I, I know I've got another guy that I could ring up his wife and say, "I demand, what do I say? You know, could you make me just canned spaghetti not for dinner? I'm just over normal food." And when she did it, he'd say, "What are you doing?" And she would well, ring me and ask. I can imitate him that well. I kid you not that I could do that. I kid you not. That could be my other show name. Not be told. I kid you not. That's my new one. That's my new one. <laughs> Speaking of be told, I rang the guy that used to say that to me all the time. He had his 80th birthday the other day. 80th birthday, still doing 4,000 sit-ups a day. That's what he told me, and I had no doubt about it. If you knew his background and where he spent a lot of time, you'd believe it. And, um, but he, the saddest thing is, he said to me, he doesn't go out anymore because he's scared of it. And I said, what do you mean? What's it? And he said, that, you know, COVID. And I said, listen, the reason why you were so healthy and you got to 80 is because you used to go to the gym, box, kick, hit, blood, saliva, blah, 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 blah. You got an immune system from bathing in other people's sweat. You know, boxing's very unhygienic. Martial arts is very unhygienic. You don't want germs on you, a be told. Particularly boxing, though, because it's sweat, blood. There is definitely blood's a thing, you know, especially sparring. getting can in the nose and the mouth and things like that. Guaranteed. This guy's been training some of the toughest footballers and martial artists, etc., etc., for since late 60s. TV shows done on him, blah, blah, blah. And I had the fortune to train with him, doing all sorts of things from the 91 right through to the 2000. Anyway, I rang him to say happy birthday, and sadly he doesn't go out anymore because he's terrified of getting the boogie virus. Now, I hate to say, well, I've actually had something like that, but you're better off just getting it and getting over it. That's what I would say. Anyway, a very interesting fellow. You're listening to Rick Thompson on every day. Monkey Park! It's the second magnetic loud. Monkey Pop Hawks. will Monkey
0: Pon. Everyone's got the monkey park now. Right? Monkey Paw. Oh, 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 oh. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com.
1: You're listening to uh, Ike talking to himself on Fair College's Ideal, Fair College's.com. This is Klaus Schwab from the Veil vale Economic Forum. Have you been set yet? I don't think you have because you're still listening to the show. Anyway, it is the uh, let's have a look. It's the 8th of the February. Now recording. Uh, now, obviously, I wasn't recorded then. What happened? Did I press the wrong button? Mm, what's that? What's that strange thing? It's going off of, up and down. Is it my phone? Could be my phone. I, I've actually bought a second phone, so I just have to go back and get Klaus. <clears throat> Klaus. Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: on. We do not need Klaus. We do not need
1: the bugs. Right. And someone else is joining the chat. It says now recording. Right. Yeah, righty ho This is this is Rick. Be told. Hello, Rick. Be told show. Yes. Did you get an invite to come on? No, but I will say it's all right. I've actually been talking to myself for an hour, but it's uh, it's all right. Well, this is cold card cam and it's word word bingo. Word bingo, yeah, cold if card you cam.
0: To come is that an uninvite?
2: I'm not invited. I shouldn't
1: join. Ah, uh, no, well, normally I talk to myself, and then Ab comes okay. on. Okay. But, okay. Next. But no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's, it's fine, oh, well there you go, oh, he's gone, so yes, you can come back when abs on, come back when abs on, a bit later, because i, I, I lose the train of thought, especially, <laughs> and, <coughs> um, anyway, what was I talking about, oh, that Klaus Schwab was talking before, I'll go and get him again. This is Klaus Fomp from the Vale Economic Forum and you're listening to Ike talking to himself on February the 8th, 2023. Have you been I set yet? I don't think you have. Did this get recorded before? I just said this. Okay. I, no, no, I keep going. And you're listening to Ike talking to himself. Thank you, Klaus. Yes, now I'm just, um, prefer to chat to myself because, uh, it just, um, doesn't work. I, I look I, know I just, as I said before, I went on to um, I got uh, Wild Times said, "Come on and chat on the Rick and Rollo show," and I ended up dominating and talking over the top of everybody. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's, and it, I'm I don't want to be that annoying person, which I am, which I am that annoying person who talks over the top of people since a very young child. Guaranteed, I've got references if you need them. And a conspiracy theorist. I have to say that. It's part of the, the new legal requirement, um, to let you know that I am a conspiracy theorist. And some of what I say may be conspiracy theory. May be conspiracy theory. What now can I say about them? Well, we had a mini cyclone hit not, I don't live in Port Macquarie, but I live in the vicinity. And on uh, Thursday, my son rang me and said, Oh, his, his friend had contacted me there's a massive hailstorm. Well, it wasn't just a mess of house on. It was a mini cyclone tore through and ripped trees and the roofs and et cetera, et cetera. Um, full on in Port Macquarie beyond the news. Frank contacted me an ounce of salt. He contacted me and told me. And I said, I, I knew, but I didn't know the extent of it, but yeah, it was full on. Are these, um, normal? Mm, probably, probably little mini tornadoes and things like that. Look, look at America, for God's sake, In Texas and, you know, um, areas are not far from, again, Chris Kendall. Very interesting. He, you know, he had a, one that went tall through and He wouldn't know if it was real or not. He hadn't driven there to see. But that's the way it is these days. You've got to double-check your facts and make sure it actually happened. And according to, say, according to my son who was in Port Macquarie, nothing happened where he was. But yet, it certainly did. Only about um, three or four miles away, it came through and ripped. Tr- there's trees over that left, right, and centre. Power out, roofs off, etc., etc. So um, these things happen. Weather events happen, and I keep recommending. I, I, I assume he's still alive. Ken Ring, Ken Ring, the moon man from New Zealand, who studies long-range weather patterns, 100% look into his site. He'd be getting mocked and jeered. And New Zealand was being a conspiracy theorist, guaranteed, because he didn't believe in the vaccination, as with everything else. Had a fantastic conversation with a, a kind of well-known museo around here and probably in Sydney uh, from a band, a band of uh, kind of a what would you call it, like a rock blues band yesterday, and he'd said he lost his job at the school. He was a special needs teacher. Guess how he lost it? Because he wasn't vaccinated. And he, he would have been a fantastic... He's just a really nice guy. Um Couldn't work. He says, so you know, doing music gigs, playing at the, where I worked last night. He, he was playing in the afternoon at Moon Harvest venue where he works, the greatest barista on the planet, be told. And if you want... um to get your stars red at the same time, and find out where the, you know, if, if your moon's in Uranus, <clears throat> he'll be able to tell you. you will be able to tell you. Are you saying there is a bit of a um, retrograde happening or up and down? Because it was, a, I just heard so many. I'll tell you my story. My story. Yesterday, I got up five fifty-five to get to a train station that I had to walk twenty minutes away from. To get another train to the central station where I get my train that comes all the way up here, six six hours. That's the kind of thing I do, because driving is I just find it too expensive now, and it's only thirty eight dollars each way by train, probably half the price of diesel. You're just going to sit there and I read books, so I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. But anyway, I got up, put my bag over my shoulder with my war wound. I you know, walked for the station. As I was getting there, I was clutching onto I put in my brackets on my wallet. All of a sudden, just as I was about to get into the station, all these cards flew out and hit my foot as I was walking sprayed in the air. And and I was I thought I must have walked into a pile of business cards as I was walking, but no, they'd fallen out of the wallet. And I was looking at the they're all appointment cards to a doctor, a bigger hypochondriac than me, big time. This is where I'm staying, be told. He had at least 30 appointments to a, a, a medical facility in his wallet. I'd taken his wallet, and I'd walked all the way to a station. I had to be in the city half an hour, uh, 40 minutes after I'd discovered this, so I had to walk all the way back. Couldn't find a taxi. There's no such thing as them in the morning. It's all Uber, and I'm not registered for Uber. Get get my wallet, my wallet, put his one back, and then get to another station, which was a little bit further away, closer to me. And so that was my Saturday morning start. And the stress that you get when you're already panicking about getting to the station late and you discover you've got someone else's wallet and then you couldn't get taxis, it adds up, be told. So anyway, guess what? I managed to get to the station and got on the train and got home and ran up the road. Had a shower, bath, blah, 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 and drove into work and did seven hours' work last night. Drove into Port Macquarie, didn't see any trees down where I went, but uh, apparently they are. Picked my son up, drove home. That's a Saturday for me. That's my Saturday. Very uninteresting. No, no film stars to see. No gossip. Nothing. Just a, a very stressful morning. Anyway, now I will just mute for a bit and might wait for Ab to come in. Then, if cold card Ken wants to um, come in, then you can come in then because I won't last long and then you can talk to Ab. Yes, not me. Good
0: morning. Good morning, be told,
1: Rick. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I was um, I was hoping you would to turn up. How's things in Kannada? In Kanata?
0: Let me just get my Bluetooth connected before I go too far. Because mm-hmm. not connected. Sorry about this.
1: That's no no problem, man. No problem. So probably my, I, um, I just... Uh, I just t- cold card Ken turned up before I said... I didn't say piss off, but I may as well have. <laughs> um, I just said, I was, I, I'm, I'm talking to myself, which is completely normal. And I said, come back a bit later, perhaps. But yeah. he just That's disappeared. Okay. Just a bit. Yeah. I just find it. Um, if I get in a role I lose. Anyway, I haven't been b- very interesting tonight. But I, I, I have a couple of interesting stories. But um, the yeah, uh, you know, I've just been recounting my week. Well, it looks like a full moon coming up over in the horizon there. There
0: is a full moon,
1: uh, or today, or this yep. morning, or this it, evening. Oh, well, yeah, it looks – I don't know why I don't drive to the beach and take a great photo of the the thing coming up over the horizon. Now, that's, now I had a friend of mine still, that I still talk to. There's not many of them left. But you know, he's, we, we 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 understand each other now that we you know it's just can get, get too heated and arguing. We just someone needs to let off. And my brother's the same. Yeah, you've got you. You can just go into these massive arguments, and it's be it, be it climate change or nine eleven or um COVID, um, the, the three top subjects to argue about. Anyway, he uh, rang me and he said he'd sent me a thing on. It was, it was some idiot American woman make, get, getting asked questions, and she's a flat earther, and she's obviously got no idea about. But she doesn't have any idea about the world, how the, you know the planets move around before she decided to become a flat earther. So she had all you have to do is ask them a basic question about, you know, does the Earth go around the Moon or you know, so, and they they don't know. And so she looked like an idiot, and he sent it to me, you know, saying it's a laugh, and I said to him, this is deliberately done. These are people deliberately. Done, he said, what do, you, what do you think? He goes, don't tell me you think you're a flat earth. And I said, look, to be honest, I'm agnostic on the subject because I've heard so many different arguments, I'm not going to even enter it. And I gave it. And he, this that was like re- holding a red flag up to him. He started carrying on, and carrying on about, you know, the science and about, you know, he goes, you have been to the beach and said the moon rise in the east, haven't you? Because it obviously goes over the top and around, you know. And I said, look. I'm afraid if that's your best argument. If that's your best argument, you're going to lose. I said, go on to one of these sites and have it try and argue them, because these flat earthers will fight back and argue. Like particularly flat earth Dave, or whatever Frank. Dave Dave um, Frank. Yeah, exactly. I said, go on to them, because I said I've got no skin in the game. I, I don't care. I said, my in my view, I agree that I, with a couple of friends that would, you know, it might be a toroidal sphere paroidal sphere and I do believe that could be a thing it's a it, like, completely different shape it's like an apple basically shaped of an apple or an apple core um yeah. it was a, yeah. it was a, anyway i don't care i don't care but to me i don't care if it's banana or tri triangular or whatever all you need i tell him all you need to worry about anyway then he did the He goes. He goes. Oh, you've been on. You know, they're completely oblivious to the World Economic Forum and their meetings. That's these normal people. They have never heard of it, and then they have, he said to me, he goes, "I guarantee you now. I'll bet you with five thousand dollars that I'll own my property in 2030." That's what that was his. And I said, I, I I said, I said, I'd take you on, except you'll be dead from all your boosters by 2030. (laughs) And he shut up there. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Is he, uh, he's an yeah, Australian, yeah. obviously, being in Australia.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. We've yeah. been friends since the 80s, you know, and talk every well, day. You should, at least you should get him,
0: day. because, you know, different people affect different people differently. I know that sounds stupid, but, mm. for instance, you might not be able to get through to him because you're a close friend. But if he listens to somebody else talk who he doesn't know, it might work. For instance, you should listen to this wonderful person I just found, thanks to Lark in Texas, called Cindy Niles. She's from Melbourne, right. and uh, she's a Greek. So she has Greek uh, looks, and she's very smart. And she is really explaining what's going to happen in the next 10 years. And very few people can speak like her. And hit all the, the points, the SDGs, the ESGs. Yep. These are the these are the tools of implementation yep. of the next ten years. Now most people don't know anything and about it. To, and that's, yeah,
1: and that's all yeah. we need to know. That's all we need to know. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and all this um, uh, meta scatter yeah. information, the meta scatter of which was deliberately done. You know, they have thrown yeah. flat Earth as you know, 2015, just to, mainly. I do believe. To a very dangerous move on their behalf to question people's beliefs, and it actually did wake up a lot of people. You know that that, that thing. There's a lot of people yeah. became yeah, suspicious. It's a bit of a risk. Yeah.
0: A bit of a risk but, on their behalf.
1: Yeah. But, but then then they've got the perfect NLP slur that they'll say you're. I suppose you're a flat earther, and you'll have to go. Hmm, well, possibly. You know, because I did. I said, well, I, I can't tell you if it's whatever shape, but I don't believe any of NASA's photos are accurate. And I explained to him the um, what happened to, you know, NASA didn't realize or, or didn't figure in 2002 whatever or whenever we got home computers and we got software like uh, cloning software of, of photos. So you could easily see that the blue marble photo had cloned clouds all through it and yeah. cloned, you know, imagery well, and cloned think, water I movement.
0: Well, I think they knew eventually technology would catch up to them and people would be able to share information. And I think they've done a pretty yeah, that's good job. Damage um, yeah, damage exactly. Control. I think the flat yeah. Earth. Simon thinks the flat Earth is a discredited by association
1: project. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I agree. Easter, I, I, yeah. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But and but, but deep down, I agree that the the Earth isn't the same model as we've been given. So yeah, I can't. If sure. someone honestly asks me, uh, yeah. So if someone honestly asked me, I, I'm I suppose, on your side. Yeah. You know, what's,
0: you
1: and I yeah. are in the same so camp on that. Yeah, so so I have so I'm in these massive arguments with my brother, with this guy, on a regular basis, and it's it, it doesn't drain. I mean, I'm a good arguer, obviously. You'd probably understand that, you know. I, I can fight oh, yeah. back, but it is it is draining. But when you're honest, like myself, and I say, well, actually, I don't agree that it's not. I, don't, I just don't think it's round. You're listening to a and
2: Absolutely. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
1: After the dust settles and yet another media illusion exposed, one and only one URL can bear the name. Fakeologist.com Oh, yeah, that's a new bumper
0: there. Thank you, (laughs) IBD.
1: You're listening to uh, Rick and Ab on the uh, 8th of February, 2023. And we're just discussing the the big so, um, flat Earth. I mean, it was obvious that the the, the machinations of the um the, the movement that when it came out on steroids, literally yeah. in
0: 2015,
1: yeah, to uh, this on, it on, yeah, it flooded and, on. and, it flooded and so, on. so well, I don't was it was it was it Chris Kendall who was it? someone went through and looked at their, um, when they registered their trade names, and they were all within a week of each other, or two weeks of each really? other. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, um Yeah, S- Sergeant, um, uh, probably Fed, Flat Earth Dave and p- people at that. Um, Dave, what's his name? Dave, he, he's good, but he, as, you know, look, even, the it's basically, it's, it doesn't make any difference in your life what shape of the earth is. It doesn't make any difference. It, it, what you need to have been listening to is the uh, the the people that were researching the coming 2030, 2030 agenda and the yeah, that, sustainable that development direct, goals.
0: Yeah, that has a more direct... That
1: affects us. Well, it's going to be... It's taking our cars off the road and it's taking our uh, the yeah. electric vehicle implementation. And then, you know, the argument straight away too with electric vehicles is, is that um, the mining of... Um, uh, lithium is way more vicious on the earth than um, oil. Um, the, the, the oil thing—it's you know yeah. they really going to third world countries. I'm not sure
0: I buy into that because I think uh, the end game is to get rid of cars, period. So if if, if they push that really yeah, hard, then you know what? You gotta get rid of cars, period. Yeah. So you can't have a car. So I think that plays into another another game. Yeah. So what, yeah, are we well, going to say that we have to stop all mining then? Because there's lots of mining. There's lithium mining. There's gold mining. There's diamond mining. There's nickel mining. There's iron. Yeah. Are we going to stop all mining? What's the difference between a lithium mine and a and an iron ore well, mine? Well, they want
1: to shut. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to shut down all all of the, the travel. And so I do agree with this 15-minute city thing, which is everywhere. Literally, it's. I mean, if you look into the Amount of media that's going on about how wonderful these 15 minute city implementation is. It is actually global, global right now. That they're Everything talking is about. global.
0: This is a global yeah. governance yeah. infrastructure global governance, that's being yes. overlaid onto all the countries. And ESG, yes. environmental yes. social governance, is taking over all corporations. And mm. it's being implemented just... on a worldwide level, and very few people understand it and talk about it. Oh. Cindy Nile so far is one oh. of the best.
1: Mm. Well, I just people have to, say to the moon is full, indeed, indeed, full moon report. It's definitely full. And let me 100%. also,
0: speaking of your relatives, let me thank Molly. I think you know who that is. She made a donation to the Fakeologist yes. site, 80 U.S. dollars. Thank on. you, Molly. Fantastic. You paid for too. Or half a fake will do for a month. So thank you very much, Molly.
1: She she also had to um, house my daughter and son last night and tonight um, and make beds for them or a bed for one of them. And I think you're still
0: a big fan of her because she uh, listens to all the Be Tolds as well. So there you go. You're speaking to
1: her when you're you're talking. Well, that's the only way she finds it. Probably the only way she finds out what I'm doing in my life, because we're two busy people, and we don't really get a chance to um, yeah. catch up. So she probably knows more about my well. Again, I don't do my, I don't expose my entire life, but I certainly tell yeah. the interesting bits. What's left What's left of them? My God, it's it's you know one of those lives that it's just basically um, getting to work, and now I'm doing night work and having to help out a business where this, the couple that own this business do not, not have any time to themselves. They have to, One has to run the day shift and the other one has to do the night shift. And getting staff, they've, they've got issues. So I'm helping them out by turning up and...
0: Pretty soon you're um, going to take over the whole business.
1: <laughs> well, I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to, but um, no, I'm, oh, wow. I'm actually starting to enjoy it now. That I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it now. No, I'm joking. I'm... But I'm now that I'm going
0: to be like um, Sam
1: um, the bartender and cheers. <laughs> that were much more interesting conversations, much more interesting conversations, um, guaranteed. Yeah, no, I'm um, because I'm not feeling sick anymore. I'm. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, I'm apart from I can't smell anything. Basic, basically, that's still a, a major effect. So I told you, Marcus Allen contacted me, and uh, he's listening no, to the show. No, you did not. Listen,
0: you
1: did, yeah, you did not. Yeah, he's listening. Did you? When
0: did yeah, you tell me? Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, probably. You need use? I uh, 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 probably. Yes, yeah, yes. so You did
1: have your email, rick at psychologist.com. Rick at yes. psychologist.com. Yes, he did. Yes, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He contacted me and he said, um, can I please, please get him the information about, because he wanted to start um um, Twittering my, my assertion a cetacean, which is, I still hold it 100%. Aspartame was a military weapon. It wasn't a bioweapon. It was a chemical weapon. And I got it all from... What was oh, I, I, Aspartame. Oh, this is what I talked about oh, last aspartame, week. Aspartame, You yeah. know, the food out oh, nut- yeah. Aspartame, sorry. Nutra-Sweet. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. This, this, the side effects are um, brain fog, um, uh, lethargy... Basically, you know, very similar to a much more powerful version of, um, what's in the water, the, um, um, chlorine. additives. Chlorine. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Chlorine. Yeah. And, and the other, yeah. So he contacted me and he said, can you give me the, you know, he needed the, what do you call it? The citations. And I said, look, if you read this book, this guy, Alex Constantine, has six pages of notes after every one of his stories. Of, of links wow. and um, not links. They're very well researched, very well researched. But so I just sent him a PDF of the book and I said, look, I've got the original. I recommend buying it. So getting a first edition of it, forget about online research anymore. Uh, Hans Arda said to me, he, he is a, you know, he's done 50 shows with Jan Irvin and that is a miracle in itself. I can tell you right now because Jan Evan usually gets rid of people after two or three. And he said that he's using, he's a very strong, he, you know, he wants citations and notations and things like that. He said that he's looking up stories he's already done and it, and all, even going using the um, archive.com, they're disappeared, they're gone. The, the The stories and the information where he got that information from has been removed online. So I said to Marcus, you know, good luck trying to find, you know, evidence that this was a bioweapon or a chemical weapon because it's not going to be online. But I, I just use what I call a detective instinct that if you've got Donald Rumsfeld and uh, there's about 18 other players or if not more, they were all ex-military that helped push this um, uh, NutraSweet through as a food additive and not a drug. So it was very important that they could r- not have Pepsi or um, Coke, having the word contains this drug, and it needed F- FDA approval. They had it removed as to t- try- turn into a chemical additive. Very important. Anyway, <clears throat> he and out. are you there still, Ab? Are you there? No, oh, he's gone off. I'll just mute and wait for Ab to come back. So I'm talking to myself again, which is easily done. I can just keep talking. Last week, when I had nothing to say, I spoke to him for three hours, babbling away on various things, including a a terrible slur on Robbie Williams. Terrible slur. I I thought it was very funny. I had to re-listen to that to hear it because if it's coming off the top of my head, I don't actually recall a lot of the conversation when I'm ad-libbing. But, uh, yeah, Rob, poor Robbie Williams. But, uh, anyway, I describe myself as the Robbie Williams of the fake oldest Australian round Table, uh, and I probably still hold that claim up because um, I just am. Anyway, bye-bye.
0: You fill out my senses.
1: Anyway, speaking of John, um, you know, poor. Well, I mean, that, that was a terrible, terrible incident, you know, when he crashed his plane, poor John. John Denver. He's an interesting character though. John Denver. There's a lot of very interesting, interesting things. And it, I mean, this plane crash. He didn't put petrol in it. I mean, what kind of imbecile gets in a car without checking the fucking fuel doll? Now, I don't know about that story, but anyway, he promoted heavily Calypso, the you know Jacques Cousteau's boat floating about doing supposedly. Marine research, I would say he was doing spying. He was very high up in the French military. And one of the biggest eugenicists you've ever heard of, he wanted 100,000 people to die per day for six or seven months before the earth could rebalance itself. He said that in the 1970s. Jacques Cousteau. Uh, I'd say he was still running military operations. He was still active military, guaranteed. French very high up in the game when it comes to military. A friend of mine who did mercenary work, he was ex-Greek uh, army, he said, he goes, yeah, he, he, well, I was talking about this, and he said, yeah, that, all, all the guys that were running the whatever work they were doing in Africa were all French, French officers, and he hated them. He said they were all arrogant cunts. That's, that was his word, not mine. Um, ex-mercenary, guaranteed, good bloke. Good bloke. Um so yeah, so Jacques Cousteau was just like um Suzuki, David Suzuki, these guys are absolute high level eugenicists. And basically, um John Denver promoted with his great song Calypso, made a wonderful song about it, you know. Not that song, not the song, not flat your senses, um any song. But um the uh, clip the song. He also did a, mu- uh, a song about the um, Challenger, about the space shuttle. Did you know that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So he's a player, old Johnny Denver. Quite uh, some did some good music, I think. But um, he was certainly a promotion, a musical promotion aspect of. Um, too bad we can't play youngers. it. It is. It is too bad. But yeah, that, um, he did the music. A music thing on the Challenger before it crashed, of course. I'm talking about promoting the space shuttle. Uh, Moon, oh, Moon's getting up in the air, let me tell you now. Yeah. And, uh, but um, just, you know, all these people we held up these wonderful um, nature shows, you know, that Suzuki and Cousteau and in the 70s, Jacques Cousteau would have been one of the number one TV shows that you watched. Uh, You know, his wonderful, the the, uh, undersea world of Jacques Cousteau. I suggest he was still in the military still running operations for French military, probably wow. oil, you know, sabotage, whatever, whatever. But um, the fact that um, he wanted 100,000, was it 200,000 people per day to die for, for a year, or it was outrageous what he said to, to balance Earth because Earth was dying. Wow, I don't remember that. Do you planet. have a link to that? He was, a, look up, um, he ten, was
0: eugenicist. Look huh? up 10...
1: Look, yeah. Look up ten famous eugenicists you didn't know about, and guess who oh, nice. right up there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, that's funny
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a common, not a lot of common, you know. It's not common knowledge, but I, I certainly read about it over the years and checked into it, and yep, sure enough. And so, did you also hear that I tell you? Oh, I I, no, I certainly didn't tell you, but I just looked, was on IPS uh, this afternoon. Before going to work on a Sunday, after working late last night, um, that IPS has um, reported Dave J to the FBI. I
0: kid you not. Oh, I, yeah, I, uh, I know there's some drama going on. I try and avoid all this nonsensical.
1: Well, I said to uh, Tim Osman, I said he only referred to me as an Antichrist, so I got off lightly. Because he's calling him a (laughs) a trans Jew, a transgender Jew. That's what he's calling IPS. A transgender Jew. So he's he's calling him. Well, I
0: link to a a, lot of IPS's good work, and IPS doing tons of
1: work. Yeah, so do I. And I clip it. there wouldn't there wouldn't there wouldn't be a show there wouldn't be a show that I've been on since you told me to listen to the show many years ago. That I don't plug them. Well, I always plug anyone that I'm getting information from. I make sure that people know. I, apart from my my work that I come up with myself, I make sure that I give credence to the people that I get the information from. And I just recommended last week David um, Ewing Jr. that I got from IPS, and I'm really enjoying his stuff. YouTube, his YouTube's very interesting. He's, he's gone a different line altogether, bring Japan, the Japan into the 9-11 situation about, you know, the architect and all these links to the days, all these earthquakes and stuff that happened on the same day, all 19 days apart and blah, 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 blah. Very good stuff, very out there, but really interesting. David Ewing Jr. Um, Thank you, IPS. So yeah. Uh, oh Dave, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and, yeah. And, and actually, I linked that for Dave, so he's benefiting from your research from IPS.
1: That's funny. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. It's a little hard really to follow
0: good. this David Ewing Jr., isn't he? He's got a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, well, yeah. What? Yeah, well, he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you know, right, what does he say all the time? Though he's got this thing that he says is it right, right, right? He says this word all the time. To, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, no, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He says yes, yes, yes. Like to, a questioning is like what he just said. But um, I really enjoy it. And so anyway, I, again, I'll say this again. I don't agree with IPS's views on weather control and vaccinations at all. But yet I love his show. Because I filter that bit out. it's, it's his, his views, his, his views, fantastic. Keep it over his view. I like the other stuff that I'm getting. And that's... um. Well, all of it makes stuff. me and think, again.
0: and that's what I like. All really? of it makes me yeah, think, yeah, yeah, exactly. and that's what I like. And, of course, I don't care if I agree with everything. I, am, oh. I, I, I I trust that since he says mostly true stuff, even if it's something I don't agree with, it makes me really question my position. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, you know, the question is, is, is uh, his, his background working for, um, moving bodies in, in the autopsy, Yeah, uh, sorry, in yeah, the, the um, military. That's yeah.
0: interesting. Decedent, mm. decedent, transport. I never even heard that word. Decedent, decedent. transport.
1: Oh, look, look, this, neither did I, but let me just say this, you know, having spent one, was it one day or two days working in a, a crematorium back in the uh, late 80s, I've never forgotten wow. that day. And never forgotten the people I I spoke to and what I saw and and what I saw and the conversations I had. It was, it it affected me for the rest of my life because it's a very interesting job, the job of death, working in the death industry and the type of people involved are very very down to earth because it's a real thing and it's a, what, 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 when I watch because there's a, there's a viewing screen on the burners when they push the coffin in, you can watch through, there's a screen, a thick glass. Window rather, you, you, you can look in so they can see basically when to turn it, turns it off. White. No, I was when to open it up, and they got these. You're, really? Already? You're listening to Rick Talk I'm. I uh, you know. know. Hi, I'm Baby. Something tried. This is Lost Fighter Fallis. I'm Nightly News. Frank McManus. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. We're going to 18 a, February, 2023.
0: And just a quick yep. weather report. Yesterday, at this time, it, where I am right now, it was minus 25. Today, it's zero. Wow. How's that for a swing? Wow.
1: That's a swing, oh, huh? Oh, wow. yeah. Interesting. Uh, minus, well, minus 25 it, is crazy. Crazy low. One of my... Well America, the whole of America is going through a, um, what I call a polar, polar ice age basically at the moment. There's, there's some huge it's amounts. Of, um, no it's called else. winter. It is winter. It's called winter. Yeah, you're right. And it's just yeah. been reported. A, a normal event hyped up. A normal event hyped up. Yeah. So, exactly. put It's like putting every storm on the news front page. You're going to say, wow. But before, they didn't bother because unless people died, it was was, it was just part of the, your normal life. You know, you got hurricanes. When and it's going to rain two night. inches,
0: they, they make it a, a – put a red screen on the weather channel.
1: When the it whole, rains, come on. The whole screen. Yeah, what a joke. What a joke. Anyway, I was just going back to – Work, you know, I had to go and help a refractory bricklayer repair a brand new burner in 1989. Oh, yeah. I guess it would have been. So I had to crawl down. Well, he, he'd already got down and it was already warm from a week before. It takes a week to cool down. Get that one.
0: Wow. And wow, wow. It, was,
1: this is a, and it was still kind of warm. And we had to, so he crawled down the end and got up the top where there was the chimney is and was, uh, had his gear and I had to make mix up what would have been asbestos, guaranteed into a um, slurry and card it down to him and pass it up to him so he could smear it against the, the wall where it was leaking. It would have been asbestos. Oh, wow. I should be suing suing the company. Mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. Anyway, mesothelioma. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway but while in between having to help him, I was standing out there talking to the undertakers and workers there. And they were all real great senses of humour, you know. Like they're standing around smoking and laughing, and, and the behind us was the actual no, nah, just down to earth. Yeah, you know, and one of the I mean, listen, I don't know what I want to say to many of the stories. But they're all pretty graphic, but um, anyway, on the burn, each burner, each burner. You've got to tell us you know, one. Oh, about one they had to bury. Uh, sorry, cremate a great big before they got their brand new four burner system. They had the old one from it was a hundred years old, and one of them was telling me they had to put it. It was a Samoan who was about two hundred pounds, uh, two hundred kilos, hugely Whoa. overweight, and push him and get. The, they had a huge coffin they had to get it into the burner and press the button for it to the gas to start burning. And they said because the old ones had, yeah, they, he said there was fat running down the sides and uh, the, you know <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, I was a, a, Oh and I was like, I was, I was there, I was there with my mouth open, like listening to these conversations. And I was looking and watching. And they said, to, they told me, they said, this is the, when they press the buttons the, on the new ones anyway, it turns into this bright white light inside. You can't see anything. And then it slowly goes down. The, the coffin, the, the wood burns from the coffin or the cardboard or whatever they've made their coffin out of. Yeah. And the body is there and the everything, rib cages and everything just explodes open. Sometimes the bodies sit up. Apparently, uh, you know all uh, these sorts of weird uh, phenomena. Yeah. And, oh, and oh, oh, oh. Then, then basic, basically, when you're looking in there, all you can see is white. But you can see where the carbon is, which is what we're made out of. Just remember, carbon footprint mm-hmm. is black. And so they so they have to watch what they have to keep opening the door up and scraping the black into a pile, so it turns white. And once it's turned white, they switch it off. And then they can push the ashes and bits and bits of bone, which which literally is lots of bits of bone, into a box and give it, you know, some of it to the relatives so they can go and scatter it. And I've done that with my mother and seen there's lots of bits of bone, you know, it wasn't just ash. Um, and 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 what it woke me up to at that 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 day, I think I was 31. I was about 30. It suddenly dawned on me how finite we are and where oh, life yeah. ends. And it doesn't matter how rich, how amazing, how whatever we you end, end up, up in a box. box, pushed into a thing and then scraped with a, a long metal scraper into a pile of black Dust. Um, carbon, to, which carbon, they then yeah. allowed to turn white. Yeah. And once the carbon's gone, it's just this white ash and bone. And they just scrape it into a kind of a grinding thing and that goes into a little box and you can take it home and pretend it is yours. <laughs> Indeed, you know, so it re- I, I rang a good friend of mine up from that night and I said to, him, I think I've got, um, cause I stunk, you could smell the same smell. As the, well, I can't smell anymore, but there's this really sweet, sickly smell of burnt people emanate and I could smell it uh. on me for about a week. Mm. And uh, you know, that was just one of the—that uh, was just a day in my life back in the day when I was with an agency that sent you different jobs and jobs that other people oh, didn't oh, want wow. to do usually. Yeah, that's very um,
0: interesting. That would be an
1: interesting job. Yeah, I thought so. so I, that's that,
0: um, they want to—they to cancel all the crematoriums with their carbon footprint burning, etc. Yeah.
1: And, and t- switch to liquefaction and turn you into a slurry liquefaction. So they uh, want to I liquefy you like,
0: with, um, with, I guess, uh, alkaline. They mm-hmm. want to return you to the earth that way.
1: Yeah. And and I hate to, hate to name-drop them again, Alan. What read from the papers about 12 years ago where they said this was coming, and guess what? It happened yeah. that we're going to be converted into basically a fertilizer for your loved ones to spray on a tree somewhere and grow a tree out of you. Um, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything wrong with
0: that, personally. I,
1: no, no, I think it's no, a, sl- no, it's a slower process.
0: It's, it's slower, I believe. Well, it, it takes a yeah. little longer, as, uh, and it's well, twice as much money at this uh, time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll come well, down with as I remarked before. Have you ever? Well, you, I actually asked you, and you queried it but I'm telling you up my way. Have you, I've never seen a graveyard without beautiful green grass growing in it because the, the the graves. Um, have the the body and eventually br- the the timber breaks down and um, they get fertilized basically and so the graveyards always yeah, very But lush. how, but how many seasons
0: green. is that gonna last?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I got lots and of fresh grass. Fresh lots of fresh grass. Yeah. So the fresh lots grave area fresh has better well, grass. <laughs> I'm not sure that's Well, well true. I, I, think t- they oh, just I can they can tell you now. fertilizer I, nitrogen. I could I, I can tell you now that that one of the number 1 fertilizers in this country and in New Zealand probably in Canada is blood and bone and that's from the, they get the from the carcasses from the meatworks go straight to a blood and bone factory which I can tell you now stink to high heaven because it was one not far from me when I grew up and we used to play near it and um blood blood and bone is one of the top fertilizers if you want your garden to be lush blood and bone from the cows wow. and sheep. That My guess is that uh,
0: cemeteries are on the United Nations hit list. There's there's no way in the SDGs they'll allow cemeteries. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I agree. No. realist yeah exactly some of the best real estate in may- any city is a- in the middle of the cities now, of course, are graveyards.
1: Especially in Port, in Port Macquarie. Itself, which is, you know, n- not far from me, yeah. they've got two massive historic graveyards. And same in New- where I'm from in New Zealand, right in the, not far from the CBD, the most pristine, beautiful spot that would make a huge real estate uh, boom if you put an apartments complex on top of it. Yeah. There's, there's a historic stack graveyard. And, track. and stack and track, yeah. And so uh, basically, Sydney itself, very interestingly, yeah, stack and the, the, and track. Biggest, that's right. Well, well, the biggest grave, the biggest, the biggest graveyard in Sydney was right over the top of underneath where Town Hall, our big Town Hall, right in the centre of Sydney. And when they oh, excavated yeah. Town Hall, it's, 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 oh, I shared it online. A friend of mine was working on it. They had to go and go back underneath, and there was a lot of graves that hadn't been moved out to where they moved all the graves because they, what they do is just dig them up and move the coffins. And they found so many interesting things while they're doing the excavation. They brought an archaeologist to do a lot of the, uh, work and, uh, that's online. Look up Sydney Town Hall, uh, over the top of graveyard renovation, 19, uh, 2010 or whatever it was. Really interesting. And, and they had to reclaim it because they built, when they, when they formed Sydney, They put their big grave, the biggest graveyard was right in this area where it was close to people that were living there. That graveyard was hugely valuable as real estate and now it's got one of our beautiful old, huge old town hall buildings on top of it. So eventually all graveyards will be reclaimed for sure, you're 100%, right? Well, they're not going to
0: allow new ones for sure. I can't see that. They're not going to allow new ones to be established. Maybe the old ones will be uh, left alone,
1: but no new ones for sure.
2: Uh,
1: and then we'll see what happens in the future. But um, I, I worked around one of the biggest—the biggest one in Sydney—is called Rookwood, and it goes for miles and miles and miles, all facing the water. Beautiful um, l- land, right on—you know—that will be worth millions and trillions of dollars as, as real estate. I would say in the future they'll say, "Look, this is unsustainable." Unsustainable, yeah. and the kids, the, the, the new, the new generation will agree that anything that's non-sustainable has to go, guaranteed. And they'll build apartments on those graves, guaranteed. So it's, it covers the past up too, Ab. It fits in perfectly with their agenda of removal yeah. of the past, so we don't have any record of our past. None better example than this morning. I uh, chatting to my brother and cousin, very smart, particularly my cousin. Oh, they both. My brother's very, hot, very smart guys. Well traveled, extremely well traveled. But cult members, cult members, if you know what I'm talking about. And um, we were talking about um, um, oh, this old historic um building in New Zealand this week got shut down. The Chinese now own it. And it's this beautiful old, old, old timber. It's called the Chateau. Chateau, like, you know, it's French, you know, big, big house, mansion. And they're using this new thing that they've got in New Zealand thanks to the earthquakes of Christchurch. They implemented a thing called SSS, and it's um seismic um, safety, SSS, uh, whatever it is, seismic... Um, Security, safety or whatever. So that any building that they deem to be not seismically safe, they'll bulldoze. They've got carte blanche to do this now. Which means that any building that is causing, you know, this is a bit old and it's a bit interesting, they can get rid of it because it's not fitting in with the SSS agreement that's been implemented. Um, So New Zealand's knocking down interesting historic buildings left, right and centre now. Interestingly enough, owned by the Chinese government Mm. owned by the Chinese government as well. So what what's, What? a coincidence that, that Chinese government buys a old historic building you, using this new SSS law. They can say it's unsafe and they have to demolish it and we can put up a new glass monstrosity, guaranteed. So, yeah, yeah it's just... It's, um, all, all I can tell people is just look at your local council uh, agendas, 2050 and twenty twenty. And by the way, you were talking about
0: children... And, uh, mm-hmm. that's one thing Cindy Niles was talking about that really hit me. She said they're teaching children, at least in the U.S., how to change the constitution. Yeah. These are 13, yeah. 14, yeah. 15 year olds. She said she didn't even hear yeah. about the constitution. She didn't even know a constitution <laughs> existed in Australia until three years ago. And now children, this is how they're going to do it because they want these ESGs, these, the quality social governance to yeah. replace all constitutions around the world. I thought
1: that was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I never uh, heard that. I didn't know they're well, teaching I'll, that. Not all schools, but certain schools, no. influential schools, public, very expensive private schools. Now, I yes, have already I'm shared not. this. I've already shared. I've shared this on probably you know, Discord part. You know, three three discords ago, I'm in uh, a house every every two weeks. Very well-to-do people, really nice people, extremely generous people. Their two kids are going to two of the best schools in Sydney, one a boy, one a girl. And the boy, I noticed, I took a photo of it, it was on the refrigerator. Was accepted into this thing called Change Controllers. Change controllers or something of that nature. Ch- change agents. They were called change agents, oh, wow. whatever. And I looked. So I looked into it. I googled it. And what they're doing is training up kids to how to change the past and and get the the modern, you know, the more sustainable things into by yes, by geez. using protests and yeah, yeah. So that's happening. at This is um. A Presbyterian school for girls and a um very expensive boys school and, that I know of that some friends of mine had their kids educated in, uh, about eight thousand a term or more for so when they're kids, and it, so it's thats 20 or thirty thousand dollars a year for for uh, under 12, which is pretty expensive. And um
0: So they'll the, take the elite the, the children cha-
1: because they know they're going to be in the positions of power. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I notice his homework, because I keep an eye on these things. This is what I'm telling you. I've got, with well, the information I have is through being in different houses, being, talking to different people.
2: It, it's almost
1: nosy. I didn't get any. <laughs> it. Well, it's called, no, it's called observance. Intelligence gathering. Man. Intelligence gathering. So... I noticed this thing on the fridge, so I looked into it, and yes, sure enough, they're getting kids from this particular school of, uh, that are going to be influential kids in the future to join into this thing that's a change agents. They're going to be junior change agents, and they're working okay. to get rid of old establishment, um, unsustainable views, basically. This is happening. And the daughter, she, all her home, homework projects were on... LGBTQ RSTUV stuff and she was I oh, had these letters from it said thank you for you know caring about us you know and being part of our movement and you know it's wonderful you know can't wait to meet you you know she's only like nine doing projects oh to support the LGBT yeah, LGBTQ RSTUV this is happening and she's at a very elite female finishing school for you know she's Twelve or whatever now, so these things are happening. It's not a joke, I mean, yeah. So they're using these change agent programs, literally called change agent program or something of that nature. I'll, I'll get back with the original, what what it actually was. So this isn't a conspiracy theory here. This is real life that they're educating oh, yeah. the kids. Forget it. Forget about us and our generation, and because we're already history, but. Where they, where these change agents are going to come, they'll be influential in about seven or eight years' time. They'll be 18 voting, or, you know, or, or have jobs. And they're going to be all part of the Schwab wet dream of technocracy. Yeah. In, in,
0: the other person yeah. I was listening to, thanks to Larkin, Texas, is Julianne Romanello. you got to look her up. What I think a good name. Be, uh, I think you'll be impressed like name, by her, uh, her look, Julianne Romanella. She's a fairly l- beautiful looking woman looking. In, in Tulsa. Ah, oh hey. my goodness!
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, look I, wow. hate, I hate to be, I hate to be, I hate to be um, old-fashioned sexist, but I, I, on Friday I was working and I had to get into the city. Not sexist to like um, a beautiful woman. Well, I had to. I rang a friend of mine up and I, was, I just said, "Have you, have you seen?" Oh, it, was, it was really warm, beautiful weather. And I have never seen so many beautiful women dressed inappropriately or appropriately, I don't know what you'd say. And <laughs> they just don't seem to care anymore about how revealing their dresses and um, small shorts wow. and little tops are wearing. Is in Sydney? So honestly, I, yeah, in Sydney. I, I've been in Sydney CBD. I've been looking at women for quite a few years. And I've never seen now, them get this level of. They, and, and the, again, again, the tattoos, the Chinese, the Asians, the Vietnamese, they're all covered in tattoos now. These women, they've got them up their legs, on on their backs, their arms, and that. they're not. A lot of them, they've got these random little tiny. My daughter's got a couple now. I have to say, much to my yeah. disgust, but. Um, I just said, you know, whatever. I mean, look, what are you going to do? If she told me I couldn't do something, am I going to follow the instruction? No. No. So if if you want to go and get marked, fine. Be, yeah. be, do it. But I, 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 as I said last week, these little cutesy um, tattoos are going to look like the work of a deranged graffiti artist in about 10 years time, 15 years time. And after you've had children, even quicker. You're going to to Rick talking to himself with Ab.
0: You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com.
1: Rick and Ab on the February the 8th, 2023, talking about yeah. tattoos at the moment and women and women. Yeah, so they don't seem to be, there seems to be this, and I I think it's fantastic that they don't care their body size or whatever, they just wear whatever outfit they want to wear despite them, you know, not being back in the, you know, 70s and 80s and 90s, women wanted to have, you know, uh, basically look like men, I, I would say. Now they're quite happy to have huge everything, you know, wobbling about and they're, thin and they're all thin. They're all sizes, but they're not ashamed to exploit their own bodies, which I think's a good thing, to be honest. And I do, I mean, I try not to look, but you can't help it. You can't help it. Let me get back to
0: um, Juliet Romanello because um, while I was listening towards the end, there was a question from the audience where she was giving a presentation of Tulsa, Oklahoma, because she's just talking mainly about how UN ESGs are even in Tulsa. Of course, why wouldn't they be? And one guy said he has a son who did a video. So I went and looked it up because the guy shouted out the name of the video and the name of the channel. He was very smart. And it was about how Facebook was gaming the the system when it came to there's whole departments and corporations called Diversity, Equity, and Inclusivity, D E and I. And if you don't have a D E and I officer, one or two of them in your corporation. You sounds
1: funding. It sounds a bit yeah. like Opus Dei. it sounds a bit yeah. like, um what i um, well, well, like, sorry it, you sorry. will
0: not get funding by BlackRock or Goldman Sachs. They won't float no. a IPO for your company. You ha- they are enforcing this through money.
1: Yeah of course it's very fascinating. Of course it's just it's, Yeah, well, look. Basically, uh, the you know it's as H.G. Wells' his book was called The Open Conspiracy, where he virtually spells it all out. Yet again, like Klaus Schwab, the normal people don't seem to have read or can see that there are blatantly obvious books by these um, controllers, especially H.G. Wells, who was the propagandist for the um, the the gang back in the day. He was, you know, he was the equivalent of what we got now. Uh, Stephen King and a few others that are writing fiction that's very weaponized. And his book, The Open Conspiracy, says all the stuff. Says all the stuff. Um, so you just have to look around and look at your local council, look at look at the school programs and the curriculum, and you, how can you argue that this isn't happening? But yet. I've just been in two big arguments this week with people just laughing at me or suggesting, you know, offering huge sums of money to, to, to prove that I was wrong. Um, the normal person can't read it or see it and they, or A, they think it's fantastic. They think that the sustainable thing is fantastic. It,
0: well, it's, it's, a, it's help a great buzzword. That's it. why they have yeah. 30 or 40 buzzwords. We listed them off the yep. other day, and uh, we did a show last week, I think, with Larkin. He was very angry, by the way, and drinking. Yeah, I've experienced guests <laughs> of drinking, and this guy was drinking. And he was get—he's kind of an angry drinker, and so he gets.
1: Well, I need to do he, what, he what I do. What? I to, I, I, yeah, you need to do what I do, and you can hear it now. Is add half water to your wine or whatever Drink, you're drinking, yeah. and yeah, can, don't
0: dehydrate.
1: Okay. No, no, no dehydration. But just don't drink too much bloody alcohol. I was speaking of drinking too much alcohol, I had a great conversation this afternoon with um, Wild Times and uh, Uninstall Media. Oh. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, Uninstall Media is great. Too. I mean, he he was knocking out, like I was dropping some stuff and he was backing it up and talking about... Is um, this on the Rick and Roller uh, server? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not recorded. This is just free conversation, you know, But because Rallo sent all these invites out and those those two turned up. And uh I, I just feel bad because I don't do, one of the reasons I don't do group chats is because I talk over the top and dominate the conversation and no one can get a word. And the only person that can probably in, entertain me as much as I am is Rick, you. Rick, Rick, you Rick, can, Rick, you, Rick you, 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 No, no, no. No, no. no, no <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, but that... He, look, he came on as me and, um, or Media were talking about, um, electricity, the real danger that we're not talking about. And he was, he knew stuff and he was very interesting. And Rolo came on, he, he's had his two mandatory two bottles of vodka and he's trying to get into the, And I said to him, just fucking mute or go away because you're not being, making any sense. So he tries to, because he's had so much alcohol, he can't, Get into a serious conversation, he has to kind of bring it in, like, you know, do a close schwa, do you do you about it? Because Uninstall Media yeah. does a really mean version of, um, of, uh, what's, what's his name? Fetzer. He does a good r- James yeah, Fetzer. Fetzer. Jim Fetzer, yeah, a very good Jim Fetzer. But anyway, I'm going to try really hard to get him to come on here. And do a uh, chat because he's he's really good. Uh, I, I like him. And uh, Waltons kind of was dr- dr- yeah. yeah Times is dropping some good stuff as well. But my problem is I talk over the top, and that too. P- p- well, Times is too polite. That uh, when I start talking, he shuts up, which is good from my point of view. But it's actually not good in the end. I I'm, I just take over a conversation, and I don't like listening back. Or to me. Talking over the top of people because I do that. And you're good at over-talking me, though. So it's, it balances out, just me and you.
0: I, I try and cut in
1: occasionally if well. I can. Oh, you do, and, and you can. So yeah, it's when well. I, you how are when your little? Like, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Go ahead. How are your um, little children going? Now they're not very little. Are, are they going to university, or they have decided on their careers, or what's?
0: What's no, happening? no, they're kind of, kind of, in. well, one is going to school and the other is talking about going back to school because she can't get into the things she wants to do. You know, I'm giving her all kinds of practical jobs to go get training for, but she doesn't want to do any of that, so.
1: And there's other things yeah, going I on. Believe- uh, yeah. yeah uh, uh, the usual, because uh, there's always a drama, always a drama. But uh, yeah. my, my daughter just flew back from, my, my daughter just arrived back in the country last at five o'clock From yesterday. From New Zealand? And, yeah, and my youngest son got on the train by himself. Luckily, his mother allowed him. I had no problem with it because he's six foot two and he can punch like Tyson now, my God. and um, Wow. I got no, I, oh, he's incredibly strong, child. I, I can't say anything to him anymore after I've seen him hit the punching bag. I just have to go, <laughs> whatever you want done. Get a Anyway... Dodge out of the way. Yeah, he's, but he, uh, hes um. They're both at a. Is
0: that the,
1: is that the preemie there. that almost died? No, no, he's in there right now, killing aliens internationally with his friends. And he's—he—he uh, he came to the gym with me. and He just started last uh, week, and so we which would have gone today if I had the middle, the middle, the middle, the uh, middle one. Oh, okay yeah 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 and he's he's the one who looks look, looks like me he's the same height as me roughly and um and, and but he's he doesn't listen to anything i say he's not interested in anything i say it's all conspiracy theory um but he likes yeah. he loves music he's he he is incredibly like me that's all I can say at the same age as so i i can't put i'm not pushing him to do anything he hasn't he's having a like he finished school in December. He's, he does help me occasionally, but he hasn't got any desire to go out and get a job that I can see until he finds something he wants to do. And unless there's a job, um, killing aliens, flying drones and killing people, I'd say he probably would do that and do it very well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, uh, oh, I, I just don't believe in put, I, I listened to my grandmother, my father's ma- the, uh, mother. mother. She said to me, yeah, she said to me, and she raised, and I couldn't even explain how many kids she she raised and looked after and cared for. She said they're all different and they all find their feet. But you can't push something on them. If they don't want to do it, they won't do it. So I'm not yeah. one of those, yeah, um, that say you've I'm got kind to, of the to do it.
0: I'm the same way. Uh, yeah, you I just to let them. Let, them,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: let them do whatever they want and they'll figure it out. Don't push them because then they'll, I guess, oh, resent that, you. Yeah.
1: That's right, and exactly right. And so all the kids I know that were made to by their parents, they could do what they wanted, until, but they all had to go and do trade. So they spent four years doing a trade, usually panel beating in the, a lot of the males' case. None of them have ever panel, touched a panel beating job. They all left their job and went and either travelled or worked in a completely different industry. And I thought that's four years they've just wasted learning a dead end job. Not a dead end job, but unless you're renovating cars or restoring cars, why bother? Why not just let them enjoy the enjoy their most important years of their life? Um, you know, the early teens to early twenties, and then move on. And I did the same. I didn't I didn't sort my life out till I was 21 or 22. Um, I just yeah. bummed around from 18 to yeah, and but guess what? I've got an incredible work ethic, incredible work ethic. Like I mean, and I'm healthy, and I do all these things. It just, it just eventually it, it evolved into the person I am. If I'd been made to go and do this, or join the army, or whatever, who's to know? But um, I, I don't push push my children into any. I just think let them enjoy the life, and I, and I enjoy them being here, to be honest, and go, going off and going to cafes or going to the beach, go to the gym, whatever, part of life, yeah, enjoy your what life. what, what, why, why, yeah, why, why, what why be stuck in a dead end job? Yeah. Stick yeah, together. And what, you know, can you imagine? Yeah. And, you know how many people I've spoken to over the years that hated their life? The, the jobs that they were, they hated and, you know, rejected everything and the, worked hard and they got, you know, maybe they made money, but they then lost it with a relationship drum. You, you've got to just enjoy your life. I believe, you know, and, and, but yeah, of course you do need a work ethic and you need to be, have vanity that you don't want to look like a big fat slob, which will happen if you don't look after yourself. So yeah. I, I do believe you need a certain amount of vanity, vanity or care about your own appearance, um, whatever. But I, I just, listen again, my grandmother, was, she, she knew what she was talking about when she said, don't ever, you ca- they're all different. Every child will be different. So I've got three kids, that, and they are all different, except the, the oldest and the youngest. are almost identical, born on the same day, five years apart. That's Great work ethics, social, yeah, yeah, but... So much, so similar. And they're together right now at a rock festival. <clears throat> and I was saying earlier that I, I looked up the, the line-up, and this is quite a big popular concert called uh, It's called Laneway. It's I think it's global, Laneway Festival. Never heard of it. I had not heard. No, well, look it up, though. It's big. I'd never heard of a single one of the guests. Like it was 15 headliners. And I'd never heard of any of them. And they're all TikTok stars. So there's a completely uh, isn't that interesting. Mm, TikTok, yeah. And, and there's me going, oh, I understand the kids and you know, no, nah, no, I don't. I, I'm just a silly old man, really. At the end of the day, you know, the, the, the teenagers have their own their own code of music. That the TikTok love.
0: generation, yeah. that's what we should call it.
1: Yep, yep, yep. And, and don't you think there's there's something suspicious about TikTok? You know, it's about it's just no. to get the finish? You know. No, I don't think so. Pop, yeah. I, I think
0: the oh. big businesses are trying to use the government to shut TikTok down because TikTok is killing them when it comes to advertising. They're stealing all the advertising oh. revenue. I, and Oh yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just corporate warfare, economic warfare. They don't like uh, TikTok because well, they're just it, they've got all the eyeballs. And, you know, it's not easy to get all the eyeballs of all the young people, which is the ma- the market that spends the money. They don't care about your eyeballs because yeah. you've, you've finished spending all your money. The, tic- the TikTok yeah, generation, that's who advertisers now, just, love, the 18 to
1: 35-year-olds. Well, just going back to uh, something I was talking about when I was meandering away, rambling to myself earlier. Yeah. Is it Douglas Coupland that wrote um, Generation yeah. X? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was, uh, and I, I wonder if he's related to Stuart Copeland, who I could not remember the name of the the, the influential the drummer from the police, but it's Stuart Copeland. I was wondering if Douglas Copeland's related, if that is his name, because how did he know Generation X was going to be that generation? Because he he wrote it perfectly that they were going to be this, and then there's going to be Generation Y, and then there's going to be Z, and then you got your millennials. He knew way back. In the day, that each the way that the, the the cultures were going to be created, right on the money, just like um, uh, you know, all those other books that were knocked out, you know, um, back in the 70s that told you the future and how the future was going to be this, and uh, you know, the, the French Kissinger and uh, what's his name, Jacques Attali, you know, they, they, they seem to know exactly how the kids were going to be, and they were 100% right. But I'm saying now. X, Y, and Z are very similar. Like, there's, there's not a lot of difference between my generation and someone who's 40 or 45, even, uh, or for, say 40. We like the same, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Jimi Hendrix. They all sound the same, you know. At the end of the day, now we've got this new thing that's come through where I'm sitting there going, oh, I have never heard of any of these people. And I've spoken to several kids the same age as my kids, saying, "Have you heard of these people?" And they all, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They know that this TikTok generation is completely separate to our generation X, Y, and Z. They are completely different, and they will be. They are being trained to not like our generation. That we are the old-fashioned, unsustainable. Oh, generation. that's
0: intergenerational warfare. just always been. So it's not
1: that's nothing new i don't think oh no but i'm saying that the 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 last three of the xyz Zs are very similar there's not a great deal of difference I mean I can get on perfectly well with a person who's 15 20 years younger than me and we got like the same music but the new the new kids that are out now the new generation the millennials they are completely different than you know and and look at us as being dinosaurs pardon me uh, fake, fake pun, but um, there is a there is a big difference between the new, say under twenty ones and the over twenty ones or over twenty fives. There is a, they just seem to be have a different, and it's t- it's a TikTok thing. TikTok is their media that they use. They love it, you know. It's uh, these little yeah. the musicians. It's yeah. I gotta I get on I, I think it's a good. <laughs> well, mm. I do no, The view, the, the view counts
0: on. are crazy on TikTok. If they're real, I don't know if they're real. Oh news, yeah. But.
1: Uh, look, I think it might be that it's it's, it's big. Because I know for but the way TikTok got, works. Again,
0: the whole reason why TikTok is successful, as far as I can tell, is because there's no lag or delay in loading the next video. It literally yeah, you just swipe way. up and the next video's play. Yeah, there's no delay whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I'm so just wondering if you look at a video wa- for one second, does it count that as a view? Like, because sometimes you what, you literally look oh, at yeah. a video for one second and flick it away. Is that a mm-hmm. view that you just made? Like, how long do you have to look at it for it to be a look, view? So I'm not sure look, the look, numbers are
1: real. I'm I'm on the on the ground in the city on public transport these days and getting to see the real world. And I sit and say I'm on a bus or a train, I look around and watch, and everyone, say 98% of people are on smartphones. They're flipping things through. And TikTok TikTok would be the the common denominator amongst a lot of it, particularly a certain generation. Yeah, yeah. So So, that just proves it. If they're
0: on TikTok, they're not on YouTube, they're not on Google. They're not on a Google yeah. Alphabet property, which means they're not no. making money, no. which means they go crying to the government saying, you got to get rid of TikTok. It's a Chinese spy uh, agency. Yeah, well, what spy, the hell are you? You're yeah. an American spy agency. Yeah, exactly. And, and what are they and what spying it, on? They're what, literally just calibrating data to Europe see people are like, interested. To me, it's not yeah, right. really useful data, but I guess they sell yeah. it as such.
1: Yeah, and the cameras on these smartphones, and there's six on the back of one of these phones I looked at the other day that someone had. There was six different cameras in a line, or say five. Um, They're watching your eyes, watching what you're looking at, and watching how you're focusing on a certain part. You know, it's it's all, all you are all us take that. That's crazy. We interrupt
0: our program to bring you this important message.
1: I'm Silverbeam, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Hey, there's an he's old voice Camp in the past, Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, nice Melbourne. Melbourne. Yep. Oh, that was yeah, Wayfair, I keep 100%. thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> so um, Frank contacted me today, I think, because um, there, there was a mini cyclone hit Port Macquarie on Thursday, and oh, wow. smashed... Not where my kids were or my son where it was, but about three say ten minute drive away got absolutely trees down, roofs off. Incredible mini little thing that swept through and did damage. So that'll that'll feed into the uh climate change thing, you know, that the climate's changing and we've got many cyclones there. Now this this used to happen on a regular basis anyway. We've always had many cyclones, but um all these new little weather events now get reported ad nauseum. Yeah, and, because um, they got nothing else
0: to talk
1: about. Well, they probably have, but they, they don't do. It. But what about the um spo- the ridiculous balloon story that's going on in um in um ooh, cockroach And um America, America, the um uh, many. Mini- Balloon flying around, and it, on the, the news they said, "Oh, t- the Americans are too scared to shoot it down because it might h- hit somebody underneath." And I was like, as if the American military has That's ever been That's a ridiculous reason. Sh- eh? Ridiculous. I, I had to just, disc- I had to switch off the TV immediately it's as I did. And it's, it's just a I'm joke. I'm just amazed you know, like, that they you know? have a
0: distraction every day in the news from what's going on in the real world.
1: Oh yeah,
0: every a, 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 day there's a story.
1: Yep, yep. At the oh, moment, he's... it's on fire. Yep. And <laughs> we've got, and that's why I like IPS, because he's right on the the latest news story, and he's got a team of um, Discord researchers that are just going bang, 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 bang and sharing stuff over the top, um, you know, and some really good thinkers on there. So I, I enjoy that um, stuff. I notice on... Rachel's now on Discord Fakeologist, which is fantastic. She's back doing some excellent stuff as usual. Yeah. Um, she's, she's
0: on the um, Fakeologist Forum,
1: Fakeologist.com forward slash forum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I, I, I'll, say that she is. And, but, um, there's, there's another guy that's on there at the moment, just writing reams and reams and reams of weird stuff. And yeah, I, I suddenly recognized, I suddenly recognized who he was. 'Cause he Who started going on about the same particular It's a, he was on about two years ago and he was always on about um f- something the girl Fagan that got murdered by some guy, that Jewish guy that got hung for the thing and he keeps going on about this the same story. Mary Fagan, P H A G A N. It's the right, same guy I, I forget to sort of remember that. I forget, I, yeah, I forget his is that Paul name P? Nom de Plume Yep, yep, yep. So whatever he was, was previously he all, called, it's was him. he
0: Paul B before?
1: Oh no, it's a new no, name. No, no, yeah, this is a new name. And I've been watching and reading some of the stuff he's been posting because Dave Jay contacted me and said, "Are you looking?" So he's obviously able to read what's going on there somehow. And he said they've got a guy on there that's saying that humor is bad and he shouldn't have a sense of humor. He goes and they kicked me off. Um, and I, I looked. And I was looking at this guy, and I was thinking, because he is. so And he says he's mentally ill. And he's on severe, you know, he's on heavy medication. So now suddenly dawned on me today who he was. He's a guy that was on there about two years ago, completely different name, always on about this Mary Fogan stuff, and then bringing up some really strange stuff. Um, and, you know, I don't think he's 100%. And that's the sad thing. When you're on these... Um, Elite forums, I'll call it elite. There's not a lot of people on them apart from a certain group. You will uh, find yeah. you'll get the person, the the, the people who've got some people, serious yeah. issues. Yeah, and yeah. there's one of them clearly. But if you scroll up and go past that, Rachel's doing some great stuff. A, a very interesting. Her uncle was captured on Crete, and my mother's uncle, who was very young, it was, it was only about. 15 years, no, he was, it would have only been 12 years older than my mother. He was captured on Crete in the Second World War and was imprisoned in Germany. So it's, her uncle was also in the same theatre, theatre of war, and that sat to surrender to the German invasion in Crete at the same time. And I wonder if they knew each other, because we were both in um, in um German prisoner of war camps. And I definitely believe that story because we got the mail. He's such a nice guy and he used to tell us, you know, a few stories about what what happened while they are in there. Um, so well, it was a bit that of a right ra- ra- Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I said it straight away, you know, same exact thing, but not my uncle, it was a, my mother's uncle. It was obviously her real uncle, her mother's brother or father's brother. But it's a really famous um uh, what, we, what we call it, an occupation where the Germans wanted the Crete Islands so they airdropped thousands of paratroopers over the top of um, New Zealanders and the, the English and um, the ones that didn't escape got captured and put in prisoner of war camps. Just a basic takeover from um, a police action. That's all it is, you know. That's where you got to understand war, war is a police action. of um, It's a game of chess. And um, if the chess pieces, you know, fit in the right mould, they they will move in and do things. And if you're still standing there prepared to shoot it, uh, another person with a gun, the other person will fire back. That's what war's about. (laughs) I I do not agree with this um, nothing, nobody died, nobody got hurt thing 100%. I've never been part of that. Uh, It's controlled demolition. I like controlled
0: demolition. and strategic
1: relocation. Yeah, cool. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just like I, I, I always equate it with um gang warfare in Sydney over drug turf. A bigger gang comes in, takes over, and um, if there's people there that aren't towing the line, they shoot them. That, that's yeah. what happens. It's It happens in a, in a meta level or a greater level. It's whatever you... This big is gang, this part you know, of the game of chess. Governments
0: are big gangs. Big, you
1: know. A big gang. Yeah, yeah, that's all they are. That's all they are. They got, they got the same. Get this though, the same star on their epaulette. The same. And and I keep telling people this. If you think your country's something special, there's a country something special. How come they've got the same stripes and colours and stars as every other country? They're <laughs> all controlled by the same group at the at the, at the top. Mm-hmm. And there's just skirmishes, basically, and, and disagreements between gang members and lower gang members, and that's what war is. It's all it is. It's, it's yeah. big, a bigger gang wants to take over the operation, and they're going to use their muscle and might to do so, and no one's been bigger than the American Navy that took over from the English Navy because sea power dominates everything, Back in the day, the, the trade routes and stuff like that—you know—it was British sea power. Yeah. Then the Americans took over. Now, coming up, the Chinese are going to take over from the Americans. It's going to happen. N- no one's going to tell me any different. And it's been foretold and told about—you know, thirty, sixty, hundred, whatever years ago—by all the good writers. China has been raised up to be the world police of the millennia. This generation that we're going through, the the reset, they will be the world police. You won't be able to argue with these people, different people. You won't be able to rationalise. They're brainwashed from a very early age to be part of the People's Republic. And um, good luck trying to negotiate with a um, brainwashed person with a huge ship with lots of guns on it. If you think that you're not going to be able to do, you know, do your own thing, no, you're, you're going to be. If you're not part of the system, you're gone. They don't want you. You're not part of the system. <coughs> That's what I say.
0: Be told. be told. Be told. What are you listening to these be days? Told. This week.
1: Uh, um. I listen to not a great. IPF. I, I tried to listen to. Yeah, I did, I, did, I downloaded last night when I went to bed, and I actually got a reasonable sleep. Mainly after the day I had the day that, that day, where I had to um, walk miles and miles and miles. But um, I've been listening to the recommended podcasts on Johnny's list and Resmat Jeff and a couple of others are posting on Rick and Rollo recommended podcasts. i try and do a bit of uh, cross research and look at what other people are listening to. I've done a bit of reading. I've been um, reading that, um, finishing more of the Alex Constantine book, which I highly recommend. Although there's, sev- there's several chapters there that I keep finding blatant 9-11 codes all through the actual narrative story, um, which I query. I do query. But, um, oh, my cat's biting me. Stop it. Um yeah, no, I haven't been listening to a great deal of podcasts, so I'm, I, I'm well behind on Fakeologist. I, I, I believe the day, uh, John Bon's one went okay. That was a good one out. Yeah. That's a week
0: ago at least,
1: isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm well over a week behind, well over a week behind. I'll catch uh, up. Like I, done, I, I, had, I, I had, I had, I yeah, had, I had six months of Crow 777 that I had to listen to and I listened to every single one of them. Just because of his guests, not him, his his guests, yeah, and the natural health stuff, yeah, Uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, nothing I've shared though, but I just was my own personal information that I um established from from uh, look that conversation. Is that Benoit? It looks like Benoit.
2: That's exactly
1: that. Hey, are you
2: in or
0: out of jail? (laughs)
2: Now I have a permission in thirty minutes. So I can be out for eight hours today. Excellent. Oh nice. Not bad at all. <laughs> and so what are you doing that, what are you doing for your eight hours reprieve? Well, I have to see a few people because I don't really have time in my work day, so. I have to make sure that everything is in order and uh, I have some special... Uh, without being too specific, I have a special person to see also. So. Going do to you, be do you have anyone hours. following you? No. I don't think so. Or I'm not paranoid enough. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't do you have think anything... So, yes. are, do you
0: have any electronic bracelets or anything oh. that track you, trace you?
2: No, because for such a uh, short, uh, short stint in jail, it will be useless, really. When you one has to be very stupid to not come back after eight hours, considering okay. the situation I mean. Yeah, because would well, yeah. they
1: put you in a more maximum
2: security, jail if you didn't exactly. buy their orders? Yeah. Yep. That, that would cost me my job, because I will not be able to be there tomorrow, so it's a chain reaction, yeah. and everybody in India, and everybody can think better than that, but <laughs> I'm sure there are some idiots that don't come back. Uh, it's, it's obligated I mean, I, I can sympathize because it's like if you have big trouble with your wife or girlfriend or whatever, you might want to yeah. be there and not have to leave. But uh, I think that uh, 99.9% of the time people come back. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, yeah I hope I, hope, I hope
0: Belisick comes back and does his impression of Benoit because it is my favorite.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> I'm but sure it will really good. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it some people it. made fun of the accent In, in a nice way Like Velocet, and Some people say it was fake, whatever In the end, people that say my accent is They only speak one language So they can talk as much as they yeah, no nah, it's, it's
1: It was fun. He was funny when he did that, but I totally believe your accent. Yeah,
2: I was going to mute for a bit. I saw that uh, that supposed balloon story, and it's it's kind of ridiculous, I must say.
0: Very ridiculous. To me, it's just chicken feed. It's just such stupidity. Why would anyone even give it two seconds of energy talking about it? it? But they're so good at creating these stories and changing the
2: the subject. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's uh, the Super Bowl tonight, if I'm correct, or it's next week.
0: I think it's probably next week, but I don't follow that either. It's another ritual that I couldn't care less about. I'm really uh, enjoying, as I said, Cindy Niles. This. Australian of Greek origin that's talking about Agenda 21 ESG's communitarianism. I just think it's so important. And these cities of the future, smart cities, and how they're going to do it and get people into them is, is fascinating because they're building the infrastructure right before everyone's eyes right now.
1: So that's what I... That's what I love. How can anyone... How can anyone deny what's going on? I mean, I They don't know what's going on,
0: though. They really don't know what's being built
1: before their eyes.
0: That's what I find fascinating.
1: They don't know what's happening, Rick. I had an Indian taxi driver yesterday, an Indian taxi driver, say to me, he cannot believe the amount of giant apartments that he's seeing from his house. And he, you know and he's working really hard to try and keep up with Uber that's destroying taxis, guaranteed and he said he just said it so he shaked, he's shaking his head at the same as me we're driving around in a suburb I haven't been to for a while, and all of this is these giant towers everywhere everywhere. so um it's happening uh, we're going to be forced into these big smart cities, fifteen yeah. minutes whatever it's called 15 minute cities. There's
2: no argument. I, I, I can't argue with that fact. It's, I can just see it happening. Yeah, in, in an example from Geneva. They are slowly but surely restricting the city centre for cars more and more, bit by bit. So that's the first step. And also they are building this big apartment complex everywhere. So I, I can see it from my own eyes. Yeah, so you can see that the roads are getting narrower
1: and, and they're putting more bike lanes in and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I won't complain about the back lane though because it's really uh, convenient for my job. So in that regard, and that's maybe why people fail to see because there will be something for everyone. Everybody will find an advantage in that situation. So maybe they are blinded by that and only see what serves them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just, <clears throat> as I was saying before,
1: I don't. I, you, you can have arguments about flat earth. You can have arguments about um. Uh, you know, other subjects, you know, the, the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to the sustainable agenda and the, um, all the uh, tricks the United Nations are pulling to achieve this technocracy, which is what it is at the end of the day, it's in front of your face. It's actually the, the, the writing is there in your local council notes and things like that. This is you know, what our sustainable goals are, you know, um, these things aren't sustainable collection of firewood and things like that if you're living in a, a rural area illegal this is all part of the, the STGs and still what that what 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 I get you know when people are arguing with me they want to argue about flat earth and they want to argue about um all these other yeah. stupid subjects which I I'm telling you it makes no difference it doesn't matter if, if, if so, say it's banana shape, you know. For instance, tomorrow, tomorrow, when you wake up in the morning, how is the banana shape versus triangular shape going to make any difference in your life? Unless you're um, um navigating surveyor. the world with a um yeah. a surveyor, none, none yeah. whatsoever, none whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so, just, the, the interesting things, the the guy that was arguing with me about that is because, and, and I was saying to him, as I was arguing, look, I've got no skin in this game. I don't care. Find someone that cares. He said, he sailed ships and he said that the, when you factor, when you're doing your equations to get to a place when you're sailing, and he did, he, he sailed he a very interesting character. He sailed on, on some very dodgy, um, ships in the day. When I say dodgy, they were in a dodgy business. And he said they factored in the curvature of the earth and not, that's what he said. I don't know that. But that's what he reckons. He said you have to factor in curvature when you're doing your, you know, as opposed to miles. When you're doing your knots, you have to factor in the curvature. I don't know if he was right or not, but that's what he told me. Is that a fact? I've never sold.
0: Maybe they factored in no factor
1: though. I don't know, but maybe
0: there's negligible factor to
1: factor in. Yeah. yeah. I I, I just want him to go on with someone like Frank, not me. You're listening to. Benoit and Abby. Hi, this is Matty. This is
0: Maria Kita.
1: Mark Manuel. This is OBS. Noise Level, Foley Wilson. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. February the 8th, 2023. Benoit from Switzerland and Ab from Ontario and Rick from Mid North Coast. Now near Port Macquarie, just in case the uh, drone pilots are trying to co- coordinate the um, attack zone. Nowhere near Port Macquarie, actually, but, you know, kind of. So, um, yeah, yeah um, honestly, I don't know the shape of the earth. I don't care. I just, I'm just, i just looking at these apartments that are going up absolutely and Pack and everywhere. track. Yep, sack and pack and track. Simple as that.
0: And the way they're going to get the young people into them, number one, the young people have already been told they're not going to be able to afford to buy real estate. So they're going to get them into these stack-and-pack-and-track cities using carbon and ESG credits. So you're going to get credits yeah. for going into these cities and settling them. That's how they're going to do what, it. So I was thinking,
1: hey, what, how what, are you going to people in? The, yeah, what about the ghost cities of China? Do you think they'd been set up for a future generation of expats to be sent over to these fill no, these cities I up? I
0: think that was just central planning that got ahead of itself. I think, I think when you're a central planner, sometimes yeah. things go wrong and they're just ahead of themselves, and uh, it's yeah. and that's all that happened. Maybe the population didn't increase. Maybe they couldn't convince the the farmers to get off the land quickly enough into the cities.
1: That's uh, what they were doing. I, uh, that's that's yeah. what they were doing. They were, they were kicking farmers off their land. Yeah, I think yep. it was just a timing
0: issue where they just uh, miscalculated. Central planners don't necessarily it's bureaucracy. do things.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's so glo- global bureaucracy, say so you accidentally make a factor of um a 3% yeah. mistake on... One thing, that could be a giant city in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, so I got you, got you, totally right. And the thing is, if it doesn't get settled
0: quickly, um, I think they had to take a lot of it down because it just starts falling into disrepair and it's cheaper to knock it down.
1: Well, have you you seen the pathetic construction techniques of today versus the old days? They're building these things out of, um, you know, Compressed plastics and yeah, material. yeah, and they, they don't last. And, and and even I've even noticed some of these towers, these cell towers, they're all built, oh, yeah. uh, and they're starting to get rust all over them in some some spots. You know, like that. They're, they're oh, not yeah. building them to last. They're not factoring in salt water, which up my way, be told, will rust any single thing unless it's stainless steel. And no yeah. one is going to be able to build. One of those towers with stainless steel, steel, and be um uh have any money left after they they built them. So what do
0: those condos they're building in Australia look like? Are they all glass? Because over here they're all glass, and people are saying, yeah, 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 yeah. these glass yeah. Yeah. buildings, just the material to hold them together is it's not going to last. So I'm just curious if they're, they'll
1: absolutely if they're open, uh, they no, not, so 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 yeah, so so if you look at they're, they're basically, at the end of the day, the structures are basically built with a, a structural thing of like 10 to 12 years before they knock them down and rebuild them. You know, they're built out of, like in one case, in um, opposite near my father's place in the city, they built all these apartments on a Monsanto, where they knocked Monsanto down and built all these apartments. They look like solid structures, but the cockatoos, which is again called Ken, This is a bird, sexual reference. The cockatoo, not white, not black cockatoos, white cockatoos. They are most ag- aggressive, annoying birds you've ever seen. That like they like they form a gang and they fly, fly around. And someone hadn't been feeding them, or something had happened on this block of apartments. The cockatoos realised that they could actually with their claws rip out the walls because they were made of basically the walls on the side of this building were made of foam. The exterior was foam under, over the top of something, you know, underneath there might have been a solid bit of um, uh, fire-rated gyprock or plasterboard, but their top was made of foam. And these birds were flying around ripping the outsides of these buildings to pieces with their claws. This oh, is wow. what they're building buildings out of. And so when you've seen these big fires that have happened in Sydney and in Canada and, sorry, not maybe not, I don't know about Canada, but in England and Sydney, we've had some really big fires and certainly in England, the buildings absolutely turn into an inferno that the firefighters can't fight because they're made out of this material that's not designed to last more than 12 years, maybe 20 years. I, I don't know.
0: Well, that's interesting. Oh,
1: so, yeah. Yeah. It's happened, and so that there's been all sorts of cases of these buildings catching on fire, and it's the cladding on the exterior is not fireproofed, and it didn't need to be because it it was it was part of the sustainable. uh, Oh, a a fog jumping around my feet. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm telling you now, it's it's nature city in my place. Be told, be told. Yeah. Um. So yeah. What do the cockatoos sound like? Are they are they the screeching birds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the white ones. Uh Rolo knows all about it because he's actually got a um water pistol, a high-powered water pistol, on his balcony. The fo- and he sh- and he shoots them because they come down and attack the other birds, and he doesn't like them. And I said to him, if you do that, they will get revenge. And sure enough, they swooped down and ate and ripped to pieces all his outdoor furniture on his balcony because they <laughs> like a real. They oh, like a vindictive big. Giant parrot, white parrot, the sulfur-crested cockatoo with a the, the yellow headdress. The ones that I'm, I keep going on about—the black cockatoos that fly over my head—they're the same size. Are huge. I mean, you wouldn't want one to crash into you when you were riding a motorbike. You'd be dead. Take your head off. Um, wow. They make a very—they make a similar sound. It's like a ra um, wow, right But wow, because now, I was watching one of
0: Cindy's videos and there was a bird. Making a racket, yeah. I couldn't see
1: the bird, but it was oh, so yeah. loud. Or have you listen to Rollo on his balcony? He's got every single bird of every native bird sits on that balcony, guaranteed to eat the rats and mice that are roaming around. Um, the, yeah. no, I, I just think that this that this planning—they're building all these cities out of this out of shit that's not designed to last. They don't want it to last. It's a facade. I, I just think. Oh, Most of the SDG goals are facades. Mm. And I think that they're doing it because they want the population decrease. of the people that they're built filling these buildings, but they don't want them to, to last more than 12 years. So they're just making them out. They're filling them into these buildings designed to last 12 years because they're not going to be there. Sorry to say, be yes, I am a conspiracy theorist. I think I've hit the nail on the head, though, with this one. I'm telling you that the amount of structural buildings that have caught fire and burnt to a crisp and the firefighters won't even touch them because they, they said they built the exteriors out of flammable things. This has been done deliberately. They, they've known this. They look good from the distance. They feel good when you hit it maybe with a, your fist but they're not built to last because they don't want these people that are living in these dwellings to be around so they can easily get rid of them in the future. Yep, that's my latest conspiracy theory. Well, I I'm never specific. heard that.
0: Well, we have nothing is burning here that I know of.
2: Uh, Not a specific, specific had, burning, we've had, but we've uh, had some big ones. I can attest that uh, the last buildings that that were made in Geneva are very, very less resistant than the older ones. I live in a building yes. that is yes. years old and it's already starting to fall apart. All the
1: pieces. Yeah, I'm telling you now, Ab. The, the, the United Nations Building Code is building buildings that are not designed to last for more than 12 years because they are filling them with people that are only there temporarily in their eyes. That's what I'm saying. Sorry to be a conspiracy theorist. Frank, I'm, I have to admit, yes, I am. You might be offended that, yes, I am a conspiracy theorist if you're listening. But um, I don't think that they're built to last for this reason, that the people that are in them aren't going to be around for more than 12 years. 2032 that they're gone from one way or another. That's what I'm saying, and you know, I'm sticking to it. And can I, can I be proved wrong? Yeah, in 12 years' time, if they're all still full of uh, useless eaters, well, I was wrong. Anyway, I, Ben, my fantastic to have you back on the show. Or even he's gone. Or have I gone? No, they've all gone. I'll come back. Then I'm, I'm going to go. Sorry, folks. The top conspiracy theorist from Australia has to go. <clears throat> but I'll, just re- I'll just reiterate this incredible fact from this incredible, uh, prescient, prescient show. The theory that these buildings—and I kid you not—these buildings in Sydney that are worth millions of dollars are basically made out of plastic on the exterior. And the cockatoos decided to seek revenge; were ripping the exterior cladding off these buildings with their claws. Their claws. So it's it's a fact. These buildings are not designed to last. Why would that be? Because the residents aren't designed to last either. I'm sorry. Negative, yes. That's me. Ab, you still there? Yeah. I never heard that
0: theory before, but uh, I just No, you heard it here. Ex-
1: yeah. uh, sorry, Ab. Ab, it's an ex- exclusive fakeologist. Uh, it is right exclusive. Now, 100% exclusive. And uh, yes, I am a conspiracy theorist. Yes, I'll admit that. But um, I think I'm on the money there. I think I might be on the money. So
0: Benoit is coming and going. I can hear it
1: beeping. Oh right, okay. That was um yeah. What's your new um icon? It's
0: Oh, I just I just thought I would change it to before it was just the default icon. I think it's just a wizard that's from uh, a PSYOP.
1: Oh yeah, got ya. Yeah.
0: What well, yeah, I just looked up you. some of the PsyOps logos for different uh battalions in PsyOps. And I think the That's, wizard and
1: is and part that, of it. I do believe so, Johnny's list shared something John Lebon had posted because apparently he's getting apparently someone really upset him the other day, and he was Le bon or suggesting Klit? that uh, John Lebon, not Johnny's list, you get very very difficult to upset him. I would say he's a plumber. Yeah, he's a plumber. When are he we gonna deal, get he, him he back on? Uh, well, he's uh, uh Well, it's, that's his option because he could easily do it, but um he's definitely posting an awful lot of stuff on uh, Rick and Rollo. He must be listening Still going to Rick and Rollo. Stuff then, huh? He'd be listening right now. Maybe not today, but probably tomorrow. But get come on, Johnny's on. list. Come on on. Say hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, I think um he, he posted something. So yeah, John LeBond. Not his real name. Not his real name. Pseudonym was saying that um, 77 okay. Regiment is a hoax. Was a hoax, and there's no no such thing. I believe that was the gist. I, I haven't listened to it, but that was kind of what Johnny implied. And I would say no. That there's definitely a damage control uh, online group of people that are targeting the conspiracy crowd 100%, and annoying them. And getting them to get angry and lose the plot and look stupid. Yeah, sure. maybe, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah pl- not? It's, it's, plausible. it's plausible. It's plausible. The military all must
0: have most of their people doing that kind of stuff.
1: Read Michael uh, Aquino's book on the uh, techniques of psychological warfare and you'll see it all in his book. And he wrote that in the 70s, I do believe. He was involved with um, Phoenix Project, Phoenix Program. Um, I think that was definitely a thing because, again, the guy that I talked about last week, extremely interesting anecdotes that I bring up. He worked on Phoenix Program when he was in Vietnam. And I, I have some – I'm not even going to talk about them on this show for my own health, but um, he was definitely definitely involved with um, Phoenix Programme. And it was a psychological war and it was terrifying the locals in Vietnam to try and break them just by using psychological techniques. Aquino said that he'd been in real wars and I believe it. And he said he'd rather see people think that there's something bad happening than really going through it through his own conscience. Which is very satanic. It's a uh you know, clearing his own conscience. But so he'd rather fake a bad event rather than yeah. Have a real event. This is this is part of psychological warfare, and um, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's, a, it's it's common sense. If you really had a real enemy out there, and you you didn't want your own conscious to you know be contaminated with actually going and cutting people's heads off and hanging them on stakes, put some fake right. ones exactly. up there. Put some rubbish ones up there. Yeah, terrify That's them. A 9/11 them was that, all that was real. Exactly, one hundred percent. Right on the money. This is what I'm telling. Right, I to be honest here. People. Why would you kill those people? This this show, and I've said it before on several shows I've been on, is up there with some of the best shows out there. I, I haven't heard the stuff we're saying is right on the money, high level truth. It's we're yeah, not asking for you know yeah, yeah, for sure, guaranteed, and um. <laughs> On that note, I'm just am looking up at the beautiful, round moon, like the sun, perfectly round. Different shape, different sorry, different colour than it used to be, but the moon is white tonight, not yellow. It and looks like we got a couple round.
0: listeners tonight. We got London, we've got Ormo, Australia, wherever that is. We got Denmark, we got two UKs, and another Australia. I think Johnny's list. Has an IP address that begins with the number
1: one. <laughs> uh, yeah, go Good go on. I don't, I don't know. Because, Johnny's. Yeah. list, go and get yourself, go and get yourself a six pack and have a nice six pack of beer. Uh, maybe another one after that. I'll tell you what. Speaking of which, I don't brag about drinking much, but because I lost my sense of smell and, and some taste, my the flatmate that I stay with, he's gone to this thing that he wants to like his best mate who's a um, very interesting character I, I mean every every time I change subjects I could bring a much more interesting story up but just going back on the previous but he bought a bottle of um Johnny Walker Green which is about a 80 or 90 dollar blended you know 60 year old scotch I could smell it and taste it it tasted beautiful no problem whatsoever. So, for some reason, I can smell and taste some alcohols, but I cannot smell chemicals, bleaches, none whatsoever. I can smell some um, tea tree oil smell, minimal, yeah. but I'm still suffering. But it's just interesting. It just uh, but again, old, like, like, know,
0: we lose our senses.
1: No, not like this, Ed. No? Not like this. No. No. All right. No. The, the, the only well, people you I said know you were is chemically poisoned
0: when you were cleaning something. That's the most yeah, yeah, but
1: I, thing. But 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 yeah, it could be a, it could be a factor to it. But uh, that was you know four or five months before I had the the whatever I had up my nose and throat. Anyway, the the um, I do believe Johnny Walker Green. Taste and smell, I can definitely taste and smell. So th- th- there's hope there. There's hope there. Anyway, all Ab, I'm going to go. I'm, all I'm right. Go. Any, have, you got any, have you got any interviews lined up for tonight that you had last week with those very interesting people? Um, um,
0: well, I'm not re- I was maybe going to talk to Steve from Space Busters. That guy is just such a great. wealth of info because um, – yeah. He's good. What's her name? Uh, what's the girl, lady's name from uh, Olympia, Washington, that I had on? I know Brian and, oh, Jenna. Her name is Jenna. She's trying to line up an interview Jenna. with uh, Steve to talk about communitarianism. She's always Fantastic. trying to line things up. And I'm kind of like you. I don't really like having three or four people on the call because it doesn't work always one, no, look,
1: Ab, 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 Ab. one One, you you and one other maybe yeah. a polite second per, a polite second person that shuts up when you start talking but as I said I, I am not I, I did it tonight um wild times invited me to come and talk and I said no I'm working and then I thought no well, that's a bit rude so I thought I went on there him and um and uh, Unisaw Media were probably chatting. I came on there and I talked over the both of them. Pull uh, um, no. m- m- up some interesting stuff. You want to see the? Ah, Rick and one I- more
0: break. One more break and then. One Rick more. Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com.
2: Yeah, I have to leave I have yeah. to leave for a minute to uh, process me leaving the jail for eight hours. I rather not speak to, ah. to speak to English loudly when I'm doing it, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Hey, dude, I'm going, so I'll say goodbye to you before you, yeah. you have to go and say, stay and chat with Ab, if you can, for a little bit. Um, Ab, always, always fantastic. Yeah. Always fantastic. Thanks, Rick. And Rick we'll at yeah. If you
0: get any more
1: oh. exciting and emails, interesting. Uh, Marcus, let me know. Rick at uh, Yeah, no, no, he, well, look, no, he, we, I got about seven, six, at least six from Marcus last week, and, um, I appreciate okay. his, um, uh, yeah, and they're very uh, they're, they're good. And even D- Dave J messaged me privately after you know because he was he's still bitter because I booted him off after he called me the uh, oh an 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 antichrist. But um yeah, he uh, again I, I I give him I I give him lots of I, I said to him I've been blowing smoke and and for three months anyway it's all good
0: he's, he's like a scorpion doing his stuff. He's like a scorpion, you know, you well, know, the story of the scorpion and the, what is it, the
1: turtle yeah, that yeah, carries the scorpion yeah, across like, the, y- the river. Yeah, but you, yeah, it's right. And you, it was a, and there's also the snake as well. They brought, there's a couple of legends in that time, same story. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. But no, I know, I, I just, again, I give Dave credence for being an original material person. He's not taking anything off anyone else. He's writing his own material. I do, you know, I, I, I'll blow smoke up and, and, and give reference to everyone I get my information from. But if it's my own information, it's totally my own information. No one else has brought it up. Um, and, and I like people with their own, that come up with their own stuff. It's fantastic. And so I don't, and, and, and Osman, so pseudonym, obviously not his real name, uh, love that show and get lots of good stuff. I don't care what is background or who or whatever? It's yeah. what I get out of it, and, and 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 if someone refers me to a um a show like uh, the David um, Ewing Jr. show, and I get information that I haven't heard before, yeah. ten yeah. out of ten. So what? the ad, the ad hominem what, what, is what, the lowest
0: so, form of argumentation. Ad hominem yeah, is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you start calling someone uh, whatever, you've lost the argument because you're just yeah. that yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, makes yeah. you look stupid. I totally agree. Anyway, makes Make you, look you look stupid. stupid. Yeah. Uh, Dave, J.B., Dave, 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 yeah, all the best, but Dave, Dave needs to leave IP. Uh, Tim alone because yeah. all it makes you look as um, mad and he's gone. I do believe he would have done it too. He's gone to the FBI and said I'm being um, harassed online and they could take action. I doubt it, but uh, they could. So just leave them alone. If, if they're saying something that you disagree with, don't listen to them. That's what I said. Yeah, but, but
2: if you uh, don't, like uh, one of the cardinal rules is that you don't speak to authorities. <laughs> no, Ian, well, that's, that, that's probably uh, in the gangland
1: world. And, uh, and that stuff I sent you, uh, Ben, Meyer, to listen to, do yourself a favour when you've got nothing to do and watch those interviews because there are some absolute fantastic interviews on that uh, The Felon Show d- done out of New Zealand. Really good. If you like that kind of thing, you, you, and you will, you will guaranteed. Have a listen. Um, good stuff. Anyway, guys, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank and I'll you, Rick. be uh, back next week. See you next week. Right, over. Take care. You shall do. Over
0: and out. There goes Esoteric, be told. The Esoteric, be told show.
2: Yeah, I'm going to jump off too because I'm on the bicycle, so I might emit some very discomforting background noise, so I have to jump out and enjoy the little bit of freedom I have for today.
0: Well, enjoy your day. All the best. How's the weather in Geneva?
2: Fantastic. It's a little bit cold still, but the, the sun is out, and there is no not real wind to speak about, so it's okay. Today, it's very good.
0: Is it on the plus side of zero?
2: Yeah, definitely. I will say around three, four, at the very least.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. I think we're going to yeah. get four here today, too. <laughs> so that's always positive. Because yesterday, as I was saying, it was minus 25 here. If you can believe that.
2: <laughs> that's your,
0: yeah. You can't that move. You can't, you can't feel things at minus
2: 25. Yeah, at minus 25, I will not have had to work, for example. I think that it's at minus five that we stop working or something like that.
0: All right, all the best. take care
2: yep Bye.
0: I'm a to that's all, folks.